Guys, welcome to Minefields. Joshua Michael, Tony Morales. We got Colin, not here tonight. He's doing big boss man shit over in uh, the OKC. He's a union man for the uh, for the movie business. He's making big moves, taking care of the little That's man. awesome. Better than what I've been doing, slinging insurance all week. <laughs> I've just been selling drugs and stabbing people, so. A typical Puerto Rican, that's cool. Ah, <laughs> touche, touche. <laughs> and I'm the sellout Mexican guy. Michelangelo would be so pissed at me. Ah, but we're doing big things on the side, man. We went on the hunt this week. Ah, yes, the hunt, the mighty hunt. Dude, it was a mighty hunt. Like, guys, we went to, we got, we got, what, two more suits? We got to go to the Iron Lion. We got to go to the one off of, uh, what, Nevada? That's a coffee shop. Oh yeah, 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 freaking yeah! And then I gotta go back to freaking. I gotta go back to Heroes and Dragons. See if I can't find some more, uh, some more amalgams. Yeah, Shoot. we gotta go back to Heroes and Dragons, and then if we can, we can squeeze in the uh, the one in Manitou. Oh yeah, I'll pay for parking that time. Nice. For, yeah, it's been a good week, man. Uh, I got my second COVID shot and knocked my ass. I got it when, uh, Monday night and. Uh, I was at work and I messaged everyone in the group chat like, "Hey, got my second shot. Totally feel fine." Thirty minutes later, all my muscles started cramping and I got a fucking migraine. That <laughs> <laughs> hmm. is what it is. It was worth it. Cross-eyed and drooling, dude. I was pretty much was cross-eyed and drooling, man. I came home like around <laughs> five and I fell asleep. I fell asleep like I went straight to my bed and I was like so tired and exhausted and hurting that like. You ever came home and fell asleep with your shoes on and your keys still in your pocket? Oh, yeah. No, more than once. Yeah, it was one of those. <laughs> you kind of do that Ric Flair-style face bump on the freaking mattress, and you're out. 100%. 100%. Had, like, weird, crazy fever dreams where I was trapped in a strip club, and I couldn't figure out a way out, and these dudes were trying to rob me, and I was, like, I was trying to break this guy's face. Like, I was trying to, like, rip his jaw open, and then it wouldn't bend because I kept... <laughs> in, in my dream... I was actually as tired and as hurting as I was in real life. And then, like, this midget guy that was the leader, and he, I, I couldn't poke his eyes out with a pool cue, and I kept getting madder and madder. And I woke up because I couldn't poke this guy's eyes out. And I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to sound absurd. That was the dream I was having. And and I kept trying to call my friend Stacy, who was in Houston, to come get me, and I couldn't find my shoes. And... Eventually, like everything, like uh, I started feeling better around two in the morning when I finally went to bed, went to bed. But it was worth it. I'm glad I got my second shot. You didn't have a reaction at all, did you? Oh uh, no, I had, I had some body aches. Like I, but I was, I was fine. Like, I went to work the next day, did my shift. Like, the the whole joke I I keep telling people is that uh, I had some body aches. My dad ended up having to take like half a day off of work because he just had flu like symptoms. And my mom went gambling that night. Yep. Yeah, so she just like you know she she was completely and utterly fine, and it you know as crazy as it is as far as a COVID shot goes, it is just a person by person thing. Some people have no problems with that second shot. Some people are down and out for a day or two. Man, I thought I was gonna be a beast for it, man. Like I go to the gym a lot. I've lost a lot of weight. I've been eating well. Like thought it was gonna be no big deal. Uh, uh-uh, wrong. Uh, uh-uh. I had like it was one of those things where I had to like. Like every, I woke up just covered in sweat, like just like like that Simpsons quote, like I hope this is sweat. <laughs> like, 
this is sweat. That's from all that all that face ripping you were trying to do in your dreams. Hey, man, they were trying to like in my dream. They were like they were trying to rob me, and I had like and in my dream I had everything I usually have on me, like my MacBook and recorder. <laughs> they weren't getting it, but I was too, <laughs> I was too weak to poke their poke some eyeballs. Out. <laughs> no, you tr- you tried. What can I say? You I, tried. I tried. But hey, we uh, we tried and succeeded mass masterfully on Saturday. Like, all right, so uh, we're gonna have to start doing this in every city we go to. Just call it the hunt. For, like, well, no, you no no. Uh, what well, you had the name for it? Um, I think it was just on the hunt. I think it was just we ended up just going with on the hunt. On the hunt. Like we uh, realized yeah. that we've got big boy money now. Uh, back in the day, like when we were kids, and I'm just going to speak from my personal experience, like my parents would give me like five, six bucks, you know, they weren't shitty about it, but they certainly weren't going to let me stay in a comic book store for an hour. I had five minutes to scramble, yeah. scramble and, and find what I, the coolest shit I could find and, and eke every bit of the, the five bucks out and, you know, go out with what I could. And now uh, we realize that, hey, you know, we, we don't just have to buy part one or eight of what we can get our hands on of a newsstand copy. We can get, like, one through 12, goddammit, when we like it. Got up. <laughs> and uh, the you were the one that, you, that that realized that. And, like, you wanted Nightfall. Yeah. No, I went in there freaking. That was one of the things. Like, when I was a kid, I always remember, like, going to church. We'd always go to the church. And we'd go to the PX afterwards freaking uh you know i get a couple issues and i always remember like wanting nightfall like i always it was like a 19 issue set you know when when bane came out and broke batman's back and like the first huge bane arc yep and it's like you know up until freaking city of bane a few years back there hasn't been a huge bane arc since no and that was 20 years ago you know, and I, I remember, like, I went so far as to, like, I bought the, uh, I bought the paperback book, and actually, like, it was a, a, they wrote the story of freaking Nightfall, like, word for word, no, no, no comic book, no nothing, it was a, it was a, it was a novel. I had that, too. And, like. I had that, too. It was awesome, and I had the, uh, the, the, yeah. the Superman one, too. That was equally as good. Yeah. And I remember reading that cover to cover freaking probably legitimately like 10 times, 12 times. No shit, right? And oh yeah, I loved it. And I was like I never I never got all I remember trying to piece together the books. And freaking I it was like I never I never got around to all of them. Yeah, well, cool. I was like you know, screw it. Let's give it a shot. See what we can find. You know, and we hit up four different spots all over the springs. And by the end of it, between what I had previously and what I picked up, I've got all but two issues. I think I'm missing four, uh, Batman 497, which is where Bane actually breaks Batman's back. Yep. And I then do. Shadow of the Bat 16, which is the beginning of the three-part conclusion of Nightfall in the Shadow of the Bats. It was a good hunt, man. We, uh, we hit up Ed's. Ed's uh, 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 Comics and Cards or Cards and Comics? Uh, comics and cards, I think. But yeah, no, Ed's was Ed's always a good first place to start. You know, it tends to open earlier than most other stores in the area, which is freaking awesome. Ed's a Ed's a good dude. Freaking always, you know, one to talk with the customers and see what they're looking for, make recommendations. You know, which he you know is always good. He was such a welcoming gentleman. Like, hey, 
uh, your shoot name, and then, ah, you brought your comic book collector guy. <laughs> you guys doing the podcast? I'm like, yeah, we are, actually. I brought my giant with me. Yeah. <laughs> you got your, your your token goth guy, and, uh, man, he we told him we were on the hunt for shit, and he pointed us in the right direction, and um, that was a fun hunt, man. And uh, before we get too far into that, my, my list was, I work on kismet when it comes to comic books. I... Every now and then I'll go, like, there'll be something I, I have to have. And I'll either mm-hmm. make sure it's there or just get it off eBay. But my my list was I wanted some old school She. Crusade comics specifically. Um, Dawn, anything Dawn uh, from Sirius. And also just yep. any, any good, like, 90s comics that were, like, in my mind, and we talked about this in the car, like, were on the wizard top 10 list that if you don't have these comics you're a piece of shit and that you'll never get them um <laughs> but yeah ed ed just welcomed us uh point us in the right direction like we went through what like i want to say like nine different batman boxes oh yeah no easily yeah i think we ended up i think i ended up walking out with like five issues yeah from that first, from that first check, yeah. From from Ed's walked out with five issues. Uh, got a Stone Cold Steve Austin pop for my son because he or no, yeah, he got the Drew McIntyre. Yeah, it was McIntyre. A Drew McIntyre. He got the Drew McIntyre. Yeah. And fun fun side note, Ed, Ed we went back Monday because Ed didn't have my weeklies on him, and we went back Monday to pick him up, and uh, he actually asked about you know how the hunting went. Oh, cool! What do you? So he, he he was actually interested. Oh, that's awesome. And it's not that Ed didn't have the comics. We're talking about delayed releases of DC comics, by the way. Um, yeah. Not, not, nothing to do with Ed not having them on, on stock. Now, um, and he he always has he always has your box ready to rock and roll. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. The uh, What do you think about the bells and whistles, like, when it, like on our list here? Um, like, when you walk into Ed's, like, are you immediately assaulted or... No, I bet you know Ed's Ed's my normal comic, my normal go-to comic book guy. So he's always you know he's always like, hey, I'll get you know, let me go in your box and you know, he'll let me peruse around the store, see if there's anything else I want. But yeah, no, he's really super super welcoming. He'll be you know, he'll BS with you about other stuff. Like he was BSing with a guy about uh sports while we were there. Ed is a huge college football fan. If you want to talk football, yeah. go to Ed's. <laughs> Yeah, Ed will Ed will follow you around the store talking about football. And, yeah, you'll be in the store for five minutes looking for comics, and another fifty five minutes freaking talking shop. Yep, he's he actually has TV on too. If if uh, you want to peruse some comics and watch some football, he's got the TV on. Yeah, and I picked up that. Picked up. Uh, was looking for El Diablo number one because I'm a big fan of a uh, Chato Santana. From freaking uh, Diablo, from freaking the Suicide Squad movie, mm-hmm. which you know, like I said before, freaking you know, you could talk, you know, all you want about the story of Suicide Squad, but the casting was pretty much impeccable. Yeah, you know, you're complete. I mean, like uh, Jay Hernandez's Diablo is phenomenal. I've always loved. I've oh loved, yeah, I've loved him since uh, Hostel. I realized it was in Hostel. Shoot, yeah, he was he was the dude that got away. <laughs> oh, nice. Until Hostel began Hostel yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize. I didn't find number one, but I found issues, I think, two, four, two, three, and six, maybe? 
and freaking uh you know i didn't realize it was a a six issue mini series so i'm just like screw it i'm just trying to get the whole set then so i added that to my uh my nightfall collection I so i walked out of there pretty solidly i didn't my fingers weren't finding nothing like i went through a lot of different boxes i was lo- also looking for anything chaos mm-hmm. anything chaos comics and then i mean like old school like hughes and uh Polito stuff uh purgatory lady death evil ernie uh you name it. It's not that Ed didn't have it. Uh, my fingers just weren't finding it, and I was looking for old spawn. I think some. I think someone cleared him out of some old spawn. Um, oh yeah, you. I think you said you had most of the stuff he already that he had uh, on stock. Yeah, I've been pretty fortunate about finding spawn, but I've been collecting spawn since it came out. So it's not that I was for want. It was just uh, the the right ones were waiting for the right person. So there are some serious spawn gems at ed's by the way so listeners if you're looking for some and i'm talking issues uh one through i want to say at least 50 of some sporadic issues um you're not going to find 18 there because i already bought both of them that uh, the one that grant morrison <laughs> did yeah I, I, I second i saw those I, I spent 50 bucks on those ones i think i have three of them oh nice yeah they're uh, i mean it's one of my favorite covers it's grant morrison um you name it but I mean, Ed's, was just, Ed's is like the the diamond in the rough store to me, man. Like you just, it, it, it kismet. Well, you, you'll if you're on the hunt, if if you're in the right mindset, and you you've got the gravitas to go look for it and and get your fingers dirty going through millions of boxes, uh, you're gonna find it. I mean, because we really hit yeah. a, a serious jackpot there. We 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 bought most everything at Ed's. Didn't, you got most everything at Ed's, didn't you? I got quite a bit. I probably picked up. Like I said, I got three issues of Diablo and probably, I'm going to say, four or five issues and pieces of Nightfall. Yeah. Tons of toys, tons of uh, McFarlane. Um, he's got, got tons of toys, tons of pops. Tons of pops. They, they had the uh, the go, uh, go uh, Can't Go Good, Go Big, Giant Galactus with the mini Silver Surfer. Um, <laughs> yeah. The Alien Box I'm going to go get tomorrow. Uh, the... Uh, he's got a ton of McFarlane sports action figures. Uh, he has a lot of McFarlane DC. He's got Walking Dead. I mean, random old school, like, you, you name it. Like, you're going to find some fun, fun things there at Ed's. And he's going to remember you when you come back because he really appreciates your business. Yeah. The one thing I would say, though, is, like, I'm a big fan of, like, when you have the older issues, like, the, the more expensive issues on the walls. Right. And he he doesn't have a lot of those. Like he's a couple here and there, but not like if I, if I see a place that has that, I'm always gonna like stop and like spend an extra ten minutes just walking around looking at all those uh, uh, the, the older, more expensive issues and just kind of seeing what I can and can't get. But don't forget, you go to Ed's all the time. Yeah. Um, I always do the, the the once around. He's got a lot of cool Western comics on the wall, like gold key stuff. He's got a lot of old school action figure, uh, action figure um, trading card sets. Like he had the Kickass Two yeah. set, seventy five bucks. X Files, WB cards. Like he doesn't have them sing- single. He's got them in like the un- unopened wrapped boxes. So yeah, uh, kudos to Ed. It's always uh, a treat to go there. It's by the uh, old Kmart and the uh, the one liquor store in Colorado Springs that has a drive through window. No, the one around my place has a drive through also. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I'm in Fountain though, so technically, technically you're still correct. Correct. Yeah, right there on the corner of Powers and Palmer Park. 
I'd give it, I'd give Ed's a, a solid seven or eight just for oh yeah sheer, easy sheer quality of service and sheer quality of of uh, back stock. He's, he's probably like legitimately got one of the top uh, top back back issue sections in the city. Right. He, just by quantity alone, I mean, there's back issues upon back issues. So if you want, if you want to look someplace, freaking Edge is the, definitely the best place to kind of start out and it just kind of has an old school comic shop feel and he always has your shit man yeah uh we the i don't know how how you want to sugarcoat this next one man uh <laughs> <laughs> i mean like, like butter like butter more like more like spreading cold butter on toast um we went to vans um, every time I go to Vans, I have a bad experience. Um, that's just, that's just the way it is. He's, I mean, like when I first went there, like two years ago, the store is really cramped. It was a guy just starting out. I really liked his stock. Um, he had, I, I hit the jackpot. I found a Hellraiser trading card set there for 10 bucks. The, the original nice. Hellraiser like set, like, you know, in the little, you know, the, the plastic box and. Uh, and he immediately uh, started uh, this, this Cajun dude from Louisiana, and uh, at least that's what I caught from what I can understand what he was talking to me about. Um, started shitting on Muse Comics, which was up the uh, just a little bit down the hill. And those guys are not only my uh, my my comic store, but those are personal friends of mine. And he, yeah. he didn't know, but at the same time, though, like, hey, you can't you can't do that. I mean, that's just like bad locker room etiquette, like. And I'd like to say that he has an equally as good a stock as Ed has. I mean, he has almost just as many boxes. They're actually better organized on uh, nicer shelves um, um, with the, the tabs. So, you, you know, al- more friendly alphabetical order than, than Ed's. But we're going through the boxes, and the next thing you know, he's telling us he don't want people going through the boxes. Like, what the fuck are they labeled? <laughs> yeah. If, like, if you don't want people going through your boxes, just, you know. Put them in the back. That way, you know, we can't get to them. Yeah, like that's half. That's half the fun. Is is you know, being on the hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, you wanna you wanna just stumble upon something and be like, oh my gosh, you know, that's what I'm looking for. We're here to spend money. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, and it, it, like when you look when you walk into the store, it's it's a beautiful store. Yeah. Like I said, freaking, yeah, they, they got they got comic issues all over the walls. You got they got a freaking gaming room in the back where you can come in and play your card games and whatnot. And there was. I think they're doing some Warhammer or Magic or something while we were there. They were playing uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, actually, and I Yu-Gi-Oh. Mean, okay. He had he had more eyes on us than he had with motherfuckers walking in with backpacks. Yeah. And like okay, I get it. I'm in a Beetlejuice shirt, uh, long hair, I look like a dirtbag, and I mean you're you look just like a clean cut guy with his kid. I had Johnny Cash. I had Johnny Cash shirt on. Yeah. Or nothing else. We had, we had we had Connor with us and freaking you know figure that would give us some street cred as far as like hey, this guy's bringing his kid in. Freaking you know, calm down a little bit. Yeah, you, Connor was. Man, I gotta tell you, man, Connor was the best, well-behaved kid. When you uh, went to the to the John at Muse, um, you said we go to the bathroom, and like one second later, all of a sudden this kid is standing next to me. Like he, I mean, he he was. I don't want to say intimidated by me, but I was a new person. But um, yeah. the second you went to the bathroom, he knew I had to stick around you. I mean, uh, he knew I had, he, he had to stick around me. Yeah. And um, I thought that was really he he 
he wasn't screaming, crying. He wasn't, like, asking you to buy literally everything like some little shithead kid would. And he was such a well-behaved little kid, and he had way better hair than me. He still pisses me off. <laughs> Minefielders, I shit you not, he looks like little Eddie Van Halen. His hair is just as cool and just as long, too. And, yeah, it is some long hair. <laughs> and uh, I'm going through these boxes, and I find some she. I find I find the Billy Tucci she, and I'm like, okay, on the hunt. Finally, I find something I'm looking for. He's got some, uh, excuse me, newer she issues. I'm going to say like early 2000s, not like mid 90s crusade like I was looking for. But I found, uh, what did I find? Going through what I got. She, Senyaku, number two. It's one of my favorite covers of all time. I've wanted this comic book since the moment I saw it in Wizard and on all the crusade, you know, advertisements. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's mine now. Four bucks, you know, hell yeah. Crusade, pretty logo at the top. And that's when I look over, he's like, are you finding everything? Okay. And he's and I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for spawns. He was like, I really don't like people going through the boxes. And he's like, all my spawns over here. And he takes me to like, you know, the, the middle area where he's got all the cards set out, you know, and like in, in the glass cases, he hands me about a hundred issues of spawn. And he's got some decent ones, but like he had an eye on me. Like, like, I was going to steal from him, and he's talking about people stealing from him, and it made me feel bad, because, like, I'm not a thief, but he's talking about thieves, and then it made me feel like he thought I was a potential thief, and, you know, if he's had a lot of, you know, sh you know shrinkage from, you know, a lot of people showing up with backpacks, um, playing in the back, which barely had two, three tables, by the way, um, not like another store that has a ton of them, um, yeah. I'm all right. I don't want any. Yeah, like we're we're the least of your worries, homie. Yeah. Like seriously, we're walking in here with a kid. Like we're not. It's not like we're like being shady. Like we're just looking for we're we're comic nerds looking for comic books. Yeah, and uh, and like you need to like he's he's got like he's over here. Like there's a another girl behind the register, sweet kid, freaking like not really like minding her own business, and you like just like. Like just let us let us geek out a little bit. Let yeah. us, you know, if you do that, you're gonna we're gonna spend so much more money. Agreed. Like I remember first time I went in there, I bought a Uncanny X Men two eighty two first appearance of Bishop. Yep. Just I saw it and was like, oh, you know, I never never got him again that issue. I always kind of wanted it, and I was like, why not? Right. And like freaking, it was cool. But every like I said, as soon as he as soon as you start looking through the back issues, all of a sudden it's like your public enemy number one. Just uh, he was hyper, just constantly bouncing back and forth and. Um, I'm looking through his spawn issues. I have them. There's none of them I wanted. And, um, there was one I did want, but I was like, nah, I'm just putting it down. And, um, we went and perused the action figures on the wall. There was some good stuff. A lot of good stuff. They had the, uh, the Perry White figure. Um, mm -hmm. they had some good Spideys on the wall. Um, they had Spawn 18 on the wall, um, by the way. So if you, uh, in the market for that one, they've got actually the, uh, uh, the comic, the comic book store one, the one without the, uh, Proof of purchase on the front, uh, hanging up there. I, I think I squinted my eyes and saw it was like thirty-two bucks, which is pretty reasonable actually. And we get to the counter, and I can't swipe my card because they want me to spend eight bucks, like because it costs them money. Like, dude, I I I've worked for banks. It doesn't cost that much money. Like, just let me. And then I. Felt like an asshole. Like, hey man, you just because you're already buying your stuff. Can you just get this for me? <laughs> I'll get you. I'll get you something later. And and then it just it was it was awkward. 
And then they're they're yeah. they're writing down all the issues we just bought. Like, um, it was it just we walked out and I was like, "Fuck that guy!" Like, like fuck this place. Yeah. Every, every time You've I made got, it, like, just, just made it harder than it needed to be. Like, dude, just let us just let us geek out. Like, uh, they had uh, they had uh, Superman seventy five, Death of Superman. You want that one and, too? It, and I wanted it, and I was like, it was like twenty five bucks, and it wasn't. It was cool. It looked like it was in good condition. It looked like it was still in the wrapper and all that. And I was like, oh, I'd get that. But I don't want to get it from you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you lost that. In a, I mean, if he'd have just said, what did you, what, what are you guys looking for? And then if he'd have geeked, if he'd have taken that, ener- taken that energy, that making sure that people weren't stealing from him, and then, like, pointed us to, like, over here, let me know if you need anything else. Um, man, I'd have been more than happy. Like, hey, we gotta come back here next week, man. Like, you know, we yeah. we get our books elsewhere, but we still gotta stop here at Vans. And uh, there was a couple of card sets I wanted to get, and um, no, not happening. Yeah, uh, I, just, yeah I mean, food. It, it's. I think we've we've had the conversation before. You know, when you're in a, when you're in comic books, man, freaking like you saying earlier about them kind of bashing on Muse, it's like. People talk. People, you know, you go. People are gonna go to multiple comic book stores if you're, you know, if you're into comic books. Yep. You know, you're gonna go. You're gonna talk, and you want to sit there and you want to, you want to BS about freaking the latest CW show or the latest movie. Yeah. Or like, oh, rumors you've heard, whatnot. Like, you want that interaction. That was one of the reasons I went to Ed's in the first place. I just kind of stopped by there one time and ended up BSing with a guy that worked there for like 30, 45 minutes about nonsense. And I was like, "Well, hell, I'm definitely coming back." Get- and then I ended up, I ended up leaving the comic book store I was at because freaking, uh, it, it just got a better vibe off of Ed's. Yep. And I, I've been there ever since because, like I said, you know, if you if you have a question or you have, you know, if like I think I he used to give me a lot of freaking uh, variant covers. I'm not a big variant fan. I think we've talked about that. Yeah. And like, you know, once I, I was like, "Hey, can I just get the straight, the regular covers?" I'm like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Never, never been an issue since. Yep. Plus, another mm-hmm. thing, another thing that stands out to me is when I go to a comic book store and I only have X amount of money to spend, and they give me that sort of level of service and that sort of level of like geek outness, where I really connect with someone there. Uh, not that they're my best friend, but I'm looking forward to seeing them next week, and hopefully, we've got some other cool stuff to talk about. It makes me mm-hmm. wish I had more money to spend there. Yeah. And that's that's a that's a huge thing. Like you you when you need you need that repeat business, especially when like I said, you're a small business owner. Because it's not like you know you don't. There are a lot of places don't franchise comic book stores. Yeah. Like you you need you need high customer service to really get people interested in what you're doing, getting people to want to come back. You know, it's like it's that and you know keeping your store clean. You want to you want to have a clean store. You don't want to look. You don't want your issues to look old and busted. Yeah, yeah, you 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 don't want all your uh, books to be in old ass, you know, uh, bags and boards. Like at least, you know, change them out every now and then, and yeah. uh, and you know, take the time to take the care. And of course, uh, we we uh, go back down south and make the uh, pit stop over at Muse, which is my home base when it comes to comic mm-hmm. books. I uh, my uh, my homeboy back in uh, Norman, shout out to Speeding Bullet Comics in Norman, Oklahoma. One of my I was a loyal customer for about ten years. And when I moved here, he, he I posted, "Hey, I'm, I live in Colorado Springs now." He's like, "Hey, uh, I didn't realize you're you were moving to the Springs. Uh, I thought you were moving to Denver. Um, make sure you go to make sure your new store is Muse. Tell them, tell them, uh, tell them, Amanda and George, uh, I sent you." And they were expecting me, 
And they showed me around the store, showed me that they've got, you know, this is our area where we've got all of the D&D books, Pathfinder. Um, we don't really have a lot of backstock, but, like, because backstock isn't our market, which made perfect sense the way they broke it down. But at the same time, though, they show me their new stock, and I'm like, wow! <laughs> like, the, like, the, mm-hmm. like, Muse is the place to go, as well as Ed's, if you're looking for that Aftershock comic or a Rare Boom comic or mm-hmm. a, a UK comic book. They're going to have it. And if they don't have it, they're going to fucking get it for you. And yeah. not in a month, next shipment. It's coming. The best they possibly can. Or like, well, they've got this cover. No, I'll just get the regular one. Oh, yeah, well, I totally want that very one. And um, we go to we go to Muse. And one thing I really loved about Muse was is that Connor felt so welcome there. He was running around having a good time. He found the he found the specifically curated area for kids where he could draw. They had crayons out to draw on the easel. They had uh, you know comic book Mad Libs. They had everything within reach for them to everything that was easily not bent within little fingers distance yeah and and he found a he found a spidey graphic novel he, he picked he picked well yeah he, it was the, the freaking the the specific specifically for younger younger kids yeah they even had the nice yeah. little little kid like uh the rug like the like you know those rugs mm-hmm. uh, like in daycare and a yep. little perfect area there. You and I went through all the boxes. Um, they, they, it's it's we're not ragging on them that they don't have a, a a back issue section. But the thing about Muse is they sell their shit. And yeah, it's and they they've got and they've got a, they've got a really interesting freaking. They've got a lot of a lot of board games, which is really kind of cool. Oh, dude, we got to get that. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna take like a freaking if you're gonna do like if you got like a like a small child. That's really into comic books. Like Muse is probably one of the top places to go, just because you can find, like I said, you can find anything you're looking for. They got the kids section. They've got the games. Keep them away from the glasses. Actually, they got those. They got like superhero glasses. Yep. Which is super cool. They have but, the um, uh, they have the nice section for like indie like indie indie comics. Like if you're in a Daniel, oh, yeah. like if you're in a Daniel clothes, this is the area, and. The, yeah, it, it's the, it's the only place in town I've been able to find freaking uh the picture of everything else that, we, that I've constantly been reviewing because I love that freaking book. As you should. You know, and, you can get those. You can get you can any kind of. They've got one of the better better freaking independent freaking listings of comic books easily. Oh, a hundred percent. Like actually, they are the best one to find the independent comic books. They, yeah. They've got an exceptional exceptional magic chord selection like uh, once everything gets going again friday night magic like muse is the place to be um the, the place nice. is packed uh once they get all the tables out again i want to say they probably have a, a solid like nine or up to 12 long tables for everyone to play and if you are a beginner and you know don't really want to start doing the full sign up and be on the register and just want to play uh, you can show up at Friday Night Magic and be like, "Hey George, uh, I'd like to play Friday Night Magic." Well, he'll, and he'll tell you, "Well, we've got a we've got the tournament going on right now, but this person, this person, and this person over there are waiting for their next match. Why don't you go talk to them and see if they'll play you in between the in between sets?" Uh, never has someone said no to me. I had a nine year old girl whip my monkey ass one time with a with a <laughs> with a red burn mat uh, a, a red burn deck. And I, she beat me in a solid like eight minutes. Her dad came over 
to see why she was playing this big old dude. I mean, I was like 37 at the time, but it's still me. And this nine year old girl was like, I'll, like, I'll, like, cause I asked this one guy and she's like, I'll play, you know, okay, I'll play. And, uh, she's like, no, 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 don't play that card. Let me see your cards. Like, like, <laughs> like show me your, like, like in my hand. And I showed her, she's like, play that one and play that one later. Cause I might throw this card down. And I was like, I don't know what that card means. Yet. She's like, I'll show you what it means when I throw it down. And, um, but all the other gentlemen and oh, women, she schooled I, you. dude, yeah, she schooled me. She, every <laughs> single person like, like happily schooled me. Um, if you are like, if you're in the middle of a tournament and George, the, uh, the co-owner, uh, husband of, uh, of, uh, the main owner, Amanda, he's a, a legit like Grand Prix, like referee for, for some of the, uh, the bigger magic tournaments. You can, oh, okay. in the middle of a match, you can go up to George, even if he's playing in the, that night's Friday Night Magic and, and tap him, you know, obviously wait for him to finish his turn and be like, excuse me, George, um, I want to do this. Can I do that with this card? Uh, no. Or yeah, but make sure you do this first. Okay, cool. Like 30 second conversation, move on. And then, um, all the random little decks they have there, like their commander sets are amazing for magic. But man, you're not kidding the indie comics. I mean, like they, they, they have they. The, that's the place to go. And in terms of customer service, uh, as I've already talked about, George and Amanda, uh, we've got Elizabeth, um, who's she's pretty young. Like she, uh, she's in indie comics too. But remember, you went up to her and asked for, for her uh, for amalgam comics, and what was her response? She had no idea we were talking about. Wait, she didn't. But she looked. She was able. She was able to look it up though. She would. Good question. Let me look. Not. I don't know. No, immediately was immediately helpful. Pulled up on the database. They have everything there cataloged. Oh, we don't have it. Huh? When she did a little bit of research, no, we don't have those. But she tried. Yeah. She tried. Oh, no. and she, she's a freaking gem. Like, she's the only one I've ever dealt with over there, and she's freaking awesome every time. She's a gem. Like, she's actually the one that's I got my uh, JLX amalgam book there. And freaking... uh. Yeah, and we ended up wandering around so long. I was just like, I just felt like obligated to buy something. Sure. So I ended up finding Excalibur number one. Hell yeah, you did. And back in the day, freaking that was a, that was my brother's favorite comic book because he freaking um, he loved Nightcrawler. And like he never, he was never able to get number one though. So I like <laughs> had to, I, I grabbed it and freaking had to send him the picture. And he's like, is that a number one? I was like, sure shit is. You know it, you know it is, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> You're goddamn right. And she went and she, ha uh, I want that comic. Oh, no problem. Not like, ugh. No, wouldn't grab the ladder happily. Anything else you gentlemen want? No, no, we're good, man. And then uh, didn't tell us we had to spend eight bucks. No, none of that. None of that. Yeah. And, and Connor got a comic and she said goodbye to us. See you again. And uh, I can't wait to go. Um, yeah. And the thing is, she will see us again. She because the customer customer service service was exemplary, and she didn't mind that we were there for like half an hour and almost didn't buy anything. Correct. Not not. You know, we, we did, but you know, she like I said, I got that. I got the uh, the comic book for Connor, which I think was Spidey. an additional like ten bucks or so, maybe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I was freaking. You know, that's you know, that's a like I said, what they lack in back issues, they make up for in customer service. And they freaking it's it's you know it's it's a professional looking store. It's super clean. 
you know, everything, everything's got its place. You know, it's awesome. Couldn't, couldn't ask for more. Yeah. You're not immediately assaulted with shit you can't afford. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, and it's not, they've got some, they've got some pretty pricey stuff they, there, but not, they've got gems. Not, 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 you know, it's, it's thrown in your face. They've got gems. They have master Kung Fu. They got some old school Dr. Strange. I mean, they've got some good stuff there. It's not that they lack in comp in, in back issues. It, that's just not their market. It, yeah. it's, it's, that's just, I mean, if they decided to do that, I'm sure they, I'm sure they would like, you know, put some people for run for their money, but they, they make their money elsewhere and, and they do a good job. And I'm so glad yeah. they, that they stayed afloat during uh, the rest of them as well. Uh, stayed afloat yeah. during the, uh, the pandemic. Yep. That's one thing too, you know, support your local comic guys. Cause they freaking, you know, nowadays they need it more than ever. Elizabeth but no, is, I'd easily, I'd easily give them a probably an eight or a nine. I give them eight or a nine as well. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm gonna give them an eight because I want to give them a nine because I'm seriously biased. <laughs> Deserve blue so Like I said, man, it's a it's a great place. Freaking, there's a lot you could do with that, and freaking, they've done a lot with it. It's been. And plus, like I said, I, I am never going to knock on anybody for freaking good customer service. Nope. Not yeah, that, 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 that makes you want to come back. Agreed. Oh, uh, Elizabeth is the one that turned me on to something is killing the children. Oh, nice. And you know I've been ranting and raving for that about a month. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I, I finally got the, the rest of the issues I needed and just uh, I can't wait. And I was like, hey, uh, I think that the next series is coming out. Um, something about the house of slaughter. She's like, enter the slaughter, uh, enter the house of slaughter. Issue one is a free comic book comic that comes out August 16th. Like right off the top of her head. <laughs> like, nice. Right off the top of her head. Like, she, like, yeah, she didn't know Amalgam, but she knew, she knew some indie comics, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty happy. Well, like I said, man, Amalgam's 20 years old and freaking, you know, it was, like a two, three month run both times. If that, man, I remember like oh. the only thing I remember of Amalgam was Dark Claw, that awesome Wolverine Batman hybrid. Yeah, no, I got I got three issues so far, which is JLX, Justice League X, Stream probably. Freaking I got bullets and bracelets, which is freaking the Punisher and um Princess Diana. Yes, sir. And uh I found X Patrol. Which the only one I remember, there's, there's like, it's all, it's basically X-Force meets Teen Titans. Because you've got, uh, you got Beastling, which is Beast and freaking Changeling, Beast Boy. Perfect. Um, you got Shatter Starfire, Shatter Star and Starfire. Beautiful. Uh, Niles Cable, which is Cable and actually from, uh, from Doom Patrol. Uh, Niles, uh, Colder. And, uh, Elastigirl, which is Wasp, and Elastigirl. Elastigirl from freaking oh, Elastigirl. Doom Patrol. Wow, two Doom Patrol people. That's gnarly. Yeah, uh, freaking. And there's uh, Pharaoh Man, which is Animal Man. Uh, robot. Ro- it, no, it's a uh, Colossus and um, Robot Man. Awesome. The <laughs> so three. So you got three Doom Patrol people in there, and, and freaking. Couple of X people. Man, I'd have picked Colossus and Cyborg. That that'll write itself. Yeah. That would write yeah, like itself. Dilosis, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> then uh let's see. Man, we were so busy. We we stopped at Target. Uh by the way, Target has AEW figures, by the way, guys. Uh we went there and they had a on uh that was a week almost a week ago, but 
We uh, they had what uh, Pac, they had Orange Cassidy, yeah, Pac, Riho on the Bucks, I think. Riho and a bunch of the Bucks. Ah, freaking uh, yeah. You still haven't found the Darby yet? No, I'll find my Darby. I, I've got my. Uh, <laughs> I actually uh, need to send my list to my sister uh, for uh, uh, my birthday, so that way she can. Because oh, I... last year she uh, last year I think I told you the story. I don't think I told the list, uh, listeners this, but uh, uh, about a month from her birthday, what do you want? And I was like, I want all these AW figures. And she's like, cool. And then she calls me back. She's like, hey, all these are back ordered to like November, December. You got to have something open. I'm like, no, I want those goddamn figures. And <laughs> and all I need for my birthday is reassurance that they are mine. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I need to send her my list. I think my, uh, I think my ringside collectibles list is like up to 250. <laughs> oh, geez. Dude, I need that. I need that TNT belt, man. I already got that. Oh, yeah. I got the the Blood Brothers pack already, but uh, I need the. There's a few. God, I don't. I don't even have a Hangman yet. I'm a bad, bad Bullet Club fan. Yeah, you're missing out, dude. Hangman is pretty sweet. What should they I got get? One coming out for, they got one coming out for season five or series five, though. That, that was gonna be my question. What should I get? Season two Hangman or season five with the uh, bandana over his face? Uh, the figures look pretty similar, other than the fact that it's. Over his face, as opposed to freaking uh, around his neck. Yeah, but he's got a new hat. <laughs> but he's got a new hat. Oh, you're not. I see. I actually used that on my wife the other day, and she didn't get the reference. I was like, ah. My sister in law would have cried because she would have laughed so hard at that. Because she's freaking a Simpsons fanatic. So Malibu Stacy's got a new hat. That's all she's got. Damn it, Smithers. <laughs> When uh, they were showing off the Malibu Stacy's, like I've got Malibu, Malibu, uh, Malibu, Malibu Stacy, and like, and like something's wrong with my Malibu Stacy. She pulls the string, like Mike Spike senses tingling. <laughs> Somebody call for a wetslinger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goddamn the Simpsons! Nice. But uh, we got the one of the creme de la creme of uh, the springs. Oh, in in. In if if we're talking about like uh, you like filet mignon, I like uh, you know New York strip, and we get to Escape Velocity, and yeah, freaking the, I did I freaking one of the first Escape Velocity I went to freaking closed down the one over there on Powers by the by the uh, movie theater. Unfortunately, dude, that so was we a... went to the one downtown and freaking we were not disappointed. No, 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 that one had a lot of bells and whistles on the walls. That one had a lot of shit I wasn't ready to buy like that. I've been thinking about that Age of Apocalypse action figure of Apocalypse. Jeez, goddamn, that was solid. Holy shit, that yeah, was, it was. A gorgeous Marvel Legends. And I'm really pissing on myself because um, a year, no, two years ago, I saw at, over at uh, Heroes and Dragons, they had the three-pack mm-hmm. of uh, Jean, uh, 92 Jean Grey, Wolverine, and Cyclops in the bomber jacket for $20, and ah, I'll get it later. It's like 150 bucks on eBay right now, man. The Jubilee, oh, yeah. Jubilee alone, like out of the package with all her accessories, I saw it at the flea market for $18. I looked it up on eBay. I'm like, whoa, solid price. Like 45 for Jubilee. Like, wow. Yeah, 40 Like, uh, I really kind of kicked myself for just not going to get that goddamn, like, go back and get that Jubilee because uh, there's a... Uh, there's a few smaller comic. There's like two comic book places in the flea market that work exclusively out of that place, and they've got some solid stuff. I mean, like you, you can go buy like a Castle Grayskull there. Oh wow! Yeah, 
That's old school. I'd freaking one of those in the eighties. Yeah, like uh, they've got like you can get a party van. Like uh, there's, uh, we'll have to. I mean, if you if you can, uh, pro- not this weekend, but next, hit that. Yeah, thing. I got to freaking I got to work this weekend anyway, so I'm I'm sol. Yeah, but yeah, um, escape velocity. We uh, immediately go in. Connor just is like boom, <laughs> full frontal assault. He's having a good time, and uh, I find the. Uh, the drawer that they got the full sets. Uh, you were, you were already balls deep in Batman, and I'm like, yeah, I freaking, I had probably, I had, a, I had still snagged like three additional issues from freaking bands. So I got the one of those. I got another issue about Diablo. Yep. But freaking, we hit, we hit a freaking mother load, mother freaking load. over there. Mother yeah, load. you were looking, you were, you were looking for the straight, the whole pack of them, and I was like, I, I was looking for individual issues. I found. All the Detective Comics issues. Yep. Freaking, uh, I even, I even found freaking issue 500, which I was not expecting to find. Without scuffs, by the way, which yeah. they, they are notorious. 500 is notorious for being complete, like the, the gold foil uh, gatefold mm-hmm. covers, notorious for always being scuffed, even when you first bought it, when they first hit the shelves. And I'm like, get over here now, and you're patient with me. <laughs> and Because uh, I, I found the, the full sets. Uh, like, they... Uh, Escape Velocity will go through their uh, inventory and find full sets of things. Before we even uh, got there, we were actually leaving the car uh, to get walk into Ed's. I'm like, man, we gotta, go, we gotta go, uh, Escape Velocity. I found the uh, all, the entire first run, or not, there was a second run, but uh, the movie adaptation of Bram Stoker's Dracula by Francis Ford Coppola in the the, the original tops one, still in the in the uh, uh, they came in the Mylar bags. And they came with a, a trading card, but like I remember, it was a couple of years ago. I walked past that and their 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 set area, and I'm like, "Hey, that looks like Mike Mignola art." Holy fuck, it is Mike Mignola. Mike Mignola art. Oh my god, he did everything. <laughs> and and uh, I was not disappointed this time. I, I'm going through the sets, and I find a, like I find a bunch of good, good stuff. Like they had, by the way, guys, if you're looking for the uh, all six issues of Siege, they're there for I think it was seventeen dollars. Um, uh, what else did they have there? A couple of the newer sets, but I popped like a motherfucker when I found some original Palmiotti and Quesada Ash issues. Ah, oh my god, dude! Wizard hammered this into us that this was the like creme de la creme. And like I read these the other night, and they they were so good. Issue zero was a full on like zero through six, no zero through five. Um, issue zero was a full-on perfect ash can. You know what? You know those old-school ash can comics that were like the pro, the promo. You get it for like a dollar. The the mm-hmm. paper quality wasn't as good, but it was like the origin of ash. And then we get into like this like there he is there. If we get the glare off, and nice. It's covered in fire, and I'm like, oh my god, it was twelve like twelve bucks. Cause remember we went there. We went like we're gonna do fifty. Yeah. And uh, I think I ended up spending like what like twenty. 20 something bucks. No, yeah, six, I, I, I definitely got close. I might even, uh, counting everything, I probably went over. Yeah, well, well not, not everything. But it was, about, it was, I'm, I'm, it, I'm calling it a trial run anyway. Freaking, yeah, I couldn't I could miss out on anything I freaking didn't grab, so. Or anything I grabbed, so. Like, I didn't even go back to look at the Wildcats just because I didn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, go too far over. Too I think far. I might have gone over a couple of bucks, but. I found my Wildcats number one. I've always wanted one. It's gorgeous. Nice. I'm kicking myself because I saw an issue of Savage Dragon number one 
there's a million of them, but I always mm-hmm. wanted one. I should have gotten one. And then you hook me up with an Undertaker when we get back to your joint. Yeah. But uh, we're we're going through the Golden Age stuff, and uh, um, Connor's you know looking around. He found a uh, Star Wars keychain, and uh, they had these gorgeous prints of uh, thirst trap paintings of uh, some really <laughs> great uh, female superheroes on the wall. And I mentioned that uh, there's a Power Girl, and I mentioned that one of them was a uh, uh, Power Girl, and I really enjoy the uh, adult film star that named Siri that does the. Uh, Cosplay of Power her. Girl cosplay. Yeah, Power Girl cosplay. It was about forty five seconds of silence and we were still looking through that and like the, the dude at the counter was like out of out of the perfect silence. Yeah, Siri does a kick ass <laughs> kick ass power girl. <laughs> <laughs> kick ass power girl. And we're like, you know, okay, we gotta talk to this guy now. And uh And we did. And, yeah, and we like he heard we were we were doing a podcast, oh, and, like we're the minefields guys. Oh shit, they popped. And I was like I've never had anyone pop for us before, you know, like, like they, they knew exactly who we were and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, do you guys run the escaping podcast? Like, yeah, man. And like, so we knew each other just from online and we had an excellent conversation. Like, you know, like, um, we schooled them in a few things. They schooled us in a few things. They were happy to just talk with us. There was like, like a dude behind us just waiting for us to shut the hell up. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, the, like when we realized there's a guy behind us, obviously, like you know, and, you know, they great customer service. And, you know, but the guy was listening; he had a smile on his face. It was one of those things like he was pissed off. But even then, yeah, uh, it was nice talking to those gentlemen. And you know, he immediately like follows us on Facebook and and uh, Instagram, and it was just a perfect exclamation point cherry on the end of the day. Like, hey, what we're doing, people listening, and and uh, these guys really hooked us up and weren't following us around the store. They they didn't make it weird. Didn't make it weird. <laughs> yeah. Now they were, they were telling us, you know, look, look over in this section. Cause this is where some of the other older stuff is yeah. like, or older specific books. And like one thing I wanted to point out in particular, particular they had that nobody that nobody else in the city had. What's that? Was they had, they had, they had that, the little comic stand for local artists oh, and local yeah. books. Yeah. Cause I snapped all the photos of it. Cause we had to get a hold of them and get them on the, get them on the show. Yeah. But just like a just a bunch of stuff that featured local artists. Yeah. And like I had a I had a buddy up in Denver that was doing a a comic for a little while and freaking uh that that was like the first I'd really heard about local artists being featured because he got his in like a local shop I went to. Oh, but like you don't really you don't really see a whole lot of like you know, like I said, I don't I, in all the shops we went to, I haven't you know, I none of the other stores featured they, they might have had a couple issues of local artist but like nobody had like a section specifically devoted to the local artist and you know that's freaking awesome valuable real estate (laughs) valuable real estate and they they had back issues of everything uh perfectly labeled um god even the uh like all the uh, their back issues were perfectly organized and you know either one two or three bucks and it was a nice, it was a nice little store, man. And I'm, I'm glad they're still flourishing downtown and they deserve it. Yeah. And they, like I said, they, they were another one. They had a little, a, a, a little kid section in the back there. They had like older issues. They had some stuff on the wall. They had your thirst drawings. They had freaking the local artist. Yep. You know, they, they had a huge selection of back issues that were relatively younger, I guess you'd say. And then like you said, they had the, that that one section completely devoted 
two entire sets. Yep. Which is you know, which is another thing that nobody else had that I can that I can think of. Yeah, and, and I, I, you know, I give him a solid eight and a half. I, I'd even go as far as a nine, man. I think they, they definitely like. And plus, you know, customer service. You know, they said hello when we walked in. Yeah. You know, they, you know, they jumped in on the conversation, but it was like to better the conversation. Like, oh yeah, that that's right. You know, she does do a great, you know, a great power girl. Yeah. They, and then that ended up leading like a twenty-minute conversation about just you know, bros BS and about comics. Yeah. And that's. At the end of the day, that's what it should be. And, and if the owner's listening, like, I was pretty much whispering about an adult film star, and no one else, no other customers were around, but not that he was talking dirty, nothing like that. Nothing like that. I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to seem like they were being vulgar. Nothing like that was said at all. But I, I, I had a child with me for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. I just, I just don't, like, because, you know, I work in corporate America, man. Like, if, uh, you know, they someone finds out that I was... I mentioned an adult film star on a phone call. I'm fired. <laughs> yeah. I'm fired. No, no, no. He, 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 he didn't say nothing. Yeah, she does a good one. And then, but, but man, I, if I had more money, I like, dude, that poison ivy was gorgeous. Holy it shit. Was, that yeah. poison ivy on the wall was gorgeous. Um, now, there was a bunch, there was a bunch, they had a lot of stuff that it, like a lot of stuff where you'd like, oh, I want to go back, you know, it's freaking you know, it was it was just like I said, a perfect way to end the freaking end the day. Freaking hit up. I think I found another five or six freaking nightfalls on top of freaking Connor getting the freaking. He ended up getting that Darth Vader keychain. Little freaking shit just, got you know. lucky, man. How many guys go in there like I'm gonna get this blind pack? Hopefully, I get a Darth Vader, and the little kid gets it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's good with that stuff, dude. He gets that. He plays those games all the time. Always end up eventually getting what he wants. Nah, he's a good kid, man. Like we went back to your place, we sent all those Hot Wheels toys, uh, like the that jumped the cars, and we put all the wrestling figures in between. Because and every time the one of the guys get hit, oh, well, he's dead now. He's got to go. And ah, it was <laughs> so much fun. And then like, it was so funny. Like uh, uh, your wife walks in, like he's like, you gotta pop, and she's she's just kind of squinting. And she's like, Drew McIntyre, Drew McIntyre, <laughs> <laughs> Drew McIntyre. Yep. Uh, next time, uh, let's uh, let's make room for uh, a local restaurant. Ooh, I'm down. Let's let's make. Room I do. For, I do love a good brunch. I do love a good brunch, man. Like uh, get like some Indian food or uh, something non-traditional. Um, there's plenty of places. Like Sugars is a good place downtown, um, and they got some kick out. If you like, you want some ramen, you gotta go to Sugars. Um, nice. Hopefully, take that up, man. It'll probably be the by the time we do that next time, everything will probably be open. Hopefully, we can see what happens. We got to do that. Freaking, uh, got to head up. Freaking, got to head up to Denver at some point. Head up some Mile High. Ooh, we, we're, we, we're gonna the freaking. We're gonna have to raise our freaking raise the allowance on that one though. Yeah, we're going to Mile High. Yeah, the Denver trip's gonna be a little. Yeah, Mile High. I'm gonna say about. We can't, just walk in. we can't just walk in there with fifty bucks. No, I'm hundred bucks minimum. But man, the last time I, I I splurged there, I got a ton of Married with Children comics from Now Comics, which nice. another imprint I was looking for. Uh, mm-hmm. One that had a Christina Applegate pull-out poster. Um, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, gorgeous! Um, I got all my Stone, my Chaos Comics Stone Cold Steve Austin set, all photo covers. Um, okay. The thirst trap stone cold photos. <laughs> uh, the uh, invisible. Women get thirsty too. Yeah, what? Why wouldn't it? And um, 
God, they always have, like, so many... Like, there's a Lady Death Zippo there I've had my eyes on for, like, eight years I need to get just get. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta do it now before freaking somebody else gets it. Shoot. Shit. Like, nothing else what we've learned from this conversation. Get it, get it, get in, get out. Get in, get out. Um, I don't know. It's pretty fun. Um, we probably... Yeah, I figured nothing else if we can go there for... See what kind of amalgams I can get and what kind of freaking... Because I got my... Uh, a couple of older issues I wouldn't mind getting. Would definitely wouldn't mind getting a first run or Suicide Squad number one. Freaking a uh, couple of random first appearances I wouldn't mind. Definitely have get some amalgams if I could. All right, I'm putting it on my list. I want my Jubilee number one. Are you talking like the freaking Jubilee miniseries? Are you talking about the no, first I, appearance I, of Jubilee? I already have the Kirkman Jubilee miniseries. By the way, most people don't know Kirkman wrote that. <laughs> Nice, but uh, yeah, I freaking went over to my parents' house looking for the uh, or because you know we talked about it earlier. I didn't freaking have a, I was missing like a chunk of the Batman, like five issues in the middle of Nightfall that were all Batman issues. I ended up going to my folks' house looking for them because I was left a bunch of my comics there when I left, and freaking uh, I found four of the five issues. The only one I'm missing now is a four ninety seven, which is where Batman breaks. Or where Bane breaks Batman's back, so I ended up having to order that one on eBay, and that's coming in next week. Man, I haven't ordered anything on eBay in a dog's day, man. It's been a long ass time. Dude, they have the best stuff there, and it's relatively. I think freaking even with the fold out part, the fold out half the freaking cover, I think it was still under ten bucks. But that's uh man, that's all I had, man. It was such a good cherry at the end of the day. Yeah, next time let's make sure when we go on the hunt that we're gonna stop at a good local. Ra- I, I I say either Indian or Greek. Yeah, so Indian. Or Mexican and uh, shitty gre- shitty greasy spoon. Oh yeah, we love a good greasy spoon. Go to the King Chef or something like that. Oh, we gotta, yeah. Kings downtown. Kings or uh, man, there's a um, Bontons. You've been to Bontons? I have not been to Bontons. Bontons. It sounds Louisiana though. Oh no, dude! The, these guys have the best. Uh, these guys are downtown. Um, best open air dining area. You like the the special? You got to get the two eggs, the either red or green chili tamales. Couple tortillas, hash browns. Oh, dude, they're they're tamales. Like tamales, they 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 they've narrowed it down to a goddamn science. Nice. But Always a good thing. We've got some Marvel movies coming up, man. Oh yeah, dude. Now they were talking about freaking Marvel released the dates for like the next ten movies. Oof. You know, we're looking at freaking all kinds of insanity. We got Black Widow coming out in July. We got Shang Chi. Yep. Eternals. Spider Man. No Way Home. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Thor, Love and Thunder. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Of course. The Marvels. We got Ant-Man and the Wasp in Quantum Mania. And we're going to end it with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Don't forget a uh, Hawkeye series coming out too, man. Yeah, we got the Hawkeye, Hawkeye series coming out. We got Loki coming out. Freaking uh, What Ifs. What if you know they're, they're Marvel's hitting us hard, dude? Marvel's hitting hard. They're also taking some serious risks. That's the thing, though, man. It's it's not the first time. Like freaking, you know, who, I remember ragging on freaking the original Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, listen, I went in with such low expectations. 
Like I didn't, I didn't know. I think I the only freaking. Uh, let me see. I think Drax was the only one of the original lineup. I knew who they were. Uh, and for I just wasn't a big Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy fan. I thought the first time I saw Rocket Raccoon was in Marvel vs. Capcom three, and freaking I assumed he was a freaking Capcom hero. Yep. I I had no idea he was freaking a Marvel character at all. I've got the uh, I have the Awesome Mix CD in my car. That was actually the last CD I bought in like probably eight years. Nice. Or no, probably buying a CD. Jesus, maybe like since maybe nine, ten years. But that CD was bomb. I need to get the second one. I still need to get the second one. I mean, it's just one of those things. It's tradition. Like uh, with Mortal Kombat, like okay, the movie was amazing, but like man, no soundtrack. It was like man, that that was the one little bit missing. Like you, you. Of all you guys making the movie, how are you guys not talking? Like, hey, during this fight, this song needs to be playing. Like, fighting over it. Like, you know, like with the Matrix. Like, with all that great... Uh, I don't like using this term uh, because uh, I used to DJ, but, like, when the Mortal Kombat first movie came out, like, it was a techno CD. And give us some techno, goddammit. Like, but uh, which one are you most excited for, man? I don't know, like, Spider-Man No Way Home sounds really good just because of all the cameos and whatnot that, you know, we've all, they've been whispering about, you know, freaking Dr. Octopus coming back and freaking Electro coming back. They they specifically said Daredevil's coming back and Doc Ock played by, um, God. Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. Love that man. Like, he's never done any wrong by me. He was in Frida. Like, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I mean he that that one's that's a per, like personally that's one I'm like oh that's gonna be good, but freaking you know in all honesty like Shang Chi I'm really interested in just because it's so it's like the next big different thing Marvel's doing you know they they've never done freaking a character like they they've done some C level characters easily but like Shang Chi that's like a D level at least like he's never really he's never really had a great run never and it could it, you know freaking be like again you're going in there with low expectations <gasps> yeah excuse me no, no problem. and freaking you know he, he, he could turn out to be amazing just based on the fact that nobody's gonna go in there with any expectations the one I'm popping for is this one I just sent you a screenshot and I'm going to share my screen real quick. Let me know when you open the screenshot. Pay attention to the logo and the full layout. Okay. Sharing screen because you just got to see the logo. God damn it. How do I share screens here? My entire screen. So you can see yourself. Now you get it. Look at the logo. All right. Let me check a look real quick. Hold on. Ah, okay. Matt Fractions, like, this is, like, they cannot fuck with me and do this to me. Like, look at the logo. The exact same mm-hmm. logo from Matt Fractions' run on Hawkeye. Oh, okay. This is a, oh, dude, I, I think I have two of these just because it was just so beautiful. Um, every now and nice. then I'll buy two uh, of a number one just because, but, like, Matt Fraction, uh, his team always knocks the covers out of the park, just this avant-garde type style, like with like a, a nouveau type mm-hmm. add to it. And you cannot tease me with that exact same logo with the same circles around it. Yeah. Had to, sh- had to, had to show you the comparison of why I'm popping. 
I don't know. It's, yeah, it's awesome, man. Freaking, I can't wait. Because I think they're going to freaking bring in, finally bring in Kate Bishop. Oh, well, that's where they first really got into Kate Bishop, was this, this yeah. storyline, man. Yeah, because I'm trying to remember one of the, I want to think, I think Mar- the Marvels is actually going to bring in America Chavez, too. Oh, why not? Um, I think I, I know. I know. At one point, I was reading they were going to freaking bring in America Chavez. I'm pretty sure it was with the Marvels. You know, it sounds like they're. I mean, it looks like they're slowly putting together freaking a Young Avengers team, little by little. You know, you've got freaking um, Ant Man's daughter. Freaking, you've got you know Kate Bishop coming in. This is, you know America Chavez is showing up. You know, it'll be real interesting to see if they actually go full bore with it and. If we get freaking either a TV show or a freaking uh, a movie for Phase Five, I say you got to do a TV show in this one for real, real character development. I mean, like there these the, the the characters you're you're talking about and what I've seen are in the can be introduced aren't the heavy hitters like you would get with your Drax or your Gamora or your Star Lord. Yeah. But then again, at the time, those guys weren't heavy hitters when the movies originally came out. I agree, but they had a lot more gravitas if you're reading anything Cosmic Marvel since the the early 80s. Second one I got is She-Hulk. Well, thank you very much, and we got to put that on our shirt. Um, (laughs) Is She-Hulk because She-Hulk is cast by... One of my favorite movies of all time is Ginger Snaps uh, 2, Mm -hmm. Unleashed. It, my favorite movie is Ginger Snaps number one, but in Ginger Snaps two, there's this tiny little girl named Ghost who ends up being the villain of the movie. She's like the innocent orphan at the beginning. Ends up being like, I mean, she captures the werewolf. You find out she's the one that burned her mother to death. <laughs> and, oh wow! Okay. Yeah, it, it was dark. And uh, uh, Tatiana Maslany is playing her, uh, one of my favorite Canadian actresses. And I was like, Ah, she hold that's cool. Uh, you know, they obviously missed their chance with uh, China. But, <laughs> yeah, and that's not a play on words there, guys. I know you've seen China play She-Hulk elsewhere, but that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> and we're and we're demonetized. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, she's going to play uh, Jennifer, man. Like, I'm, I'm, nice. really, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, because there's so many. She-Hulk has, like, got her fingers in so many different storylines with Jessica Jones and Daredevil. I mean, like, this girl belongs in Hell's Kitchen, which is yeah. one of the best parts about the whole Marvel TV universe and Netflix was everything was in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. No, it played out well. Freaking, I'm, I'm really, you know, that's another one, though. I'm hoping that they actually go full bore and let Charlie Cox be in, uh, in Spider-Man. Oh, me too. Or at least, at least keep him in freaking... The MCU at some level. Shit, man. Like, that Spider-Man movie needs to end with that perfect shot of Punisher showing up out of nowhere and trying to put a bullet in Spider-Man's head. <laughs> imagine, imagine... You say that, it just... It just that would be an amazing ending, just kind of like on a huge cliffhanger. Imagine the pop. <laughs> imagine the pop, especially if they do it just like, in, like from that iconic cover. Mm-hmm. Obviously, sans the white boots <laughs> and white. Hell, bring in, bring in the white boots. Why not? Just do it. That's... Just go full bore. Why the hell not? Try we're trying different things here. He's got a good. He's got a better tailor now. Cooler van. Yeah. I always loved the Punisher's van. <laughs> <laughs> 
The windowless van. The windowless van. It wasn't like some creeper van. It was like worse. <laughs> like full armory in there. Do you ever? Uh, those are some of my favorite issues of the Punisher. Do you ever read the uh, Punisher armory issues where it was just like a four issue series of just like drawings of guns? I think I may have got one of them. Oh, they were gnarly. That's familiar. <laughs> it was just a whole <laughs> comic book of drawings and just depictions and what they can and cannot do and why the Punisher uses it and who they killed who with and <laughs> we gotta put that on my list I need those I need those individual issues yeah we gotta freak like I said if we're gonna go to freaking if we're going all out freaking going up to Denver freaking do a mile high we're gonna have to go hard mile high I say when it comes to mile high we there's a Italian joint that I have a, I don't want to say buddy of mine, but an acquaintance of mine that's like the the main cook and owner. I'll make sure. We oh, get, nice. I'll make sure we get treated right. We hit that. Yeah, up. We get to go in there and be like, we got like the best seat. Like someone's got kicked out of their seat, and we get to get <laughs> seated right away. Yeah, especially if we show up with a bunch of fucking wrestlers, right? Because that's what I want to yeah. do. We show up with some wrestlers, and we record a, a festival of a friendship, the break, the festival of friendship two, breaking bread. I like it. It works. It'll work. So then we, we head to Mile High, uh, obviously home of the glorious New Era Wrestling, baby. Exactly. Got to get back on that. Shoot. Shit, you know, I, I figured out how you guys can start selling alcohol there. You just, you take donations. Yeah, hey, you're not wrong. I, I did it back in the day at my art gallery, back when I was running a uh, sidecar back. Like, we had the gallery upstairs, and I let my buddies, like, have their art openings there, and we would get them... Uh, we would get them uh, some cheap ass bottles of champagne, so it was fancy enough in the dirtback area of uh, Oklahoma City. But uh, we also required donations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a dollar or something like that. Just put something in the goddamn in the goddamn cup. In the tip jar. In the tip in the tip jar. Correct. But yeah, let's, just a tip jar. Just tip jar. <laughs> uh, Demonetize, demonetization number three. Yes, sir. Just the tip jar. And we haven't even gotten to the comics yet. Sheesh. Not even, man. You want to take a quick uh, restroom break? Yeah, let's do that. For sure. Yes, sir. Uh, Let's do uh, your choice first. Oh, freaking. That's what I got here. Let's start off with some Suicide Squad number three. Yes, sir. So I got some Suicide Squad here. Let me see. So we start off finding out that uh, Nocturna, who's a vampire, has uh, she's glamoured Superboy at the behest of Amanda Waller and is over here trying to basically find out if he's going to be a team player and get along with Peacemaker. And she's telling her everything that she wants to hear, that you know, he's good to go. But we're not quite sure what's going on. But they're talking about Peacemaker, and, and she just throws out, nobody likes Peacemaker. He's basically just a dick. <laughs> so she ends up leaving Waller and turning around, and there's Peacemaker. And he's just like, you know, I need to talk to you in the laundry room in 30 minutes. And he's like, for the record, everyone likes me. <laughs> I can't see you. 
Dude, it, he is John Cena. <laughs> like even even the way they draw him, he is John Cena. Dude, like, like freaking of all the sellout shit when they know he's gonna be in, this is so perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're totally revamping the Suicide Squad. We got no Deadshot, no Harley, no Boomerang, and Deadshot and Boomerang are the only two guys that have been in every incarnation of suicide squad good call on that brother good call and freaking and harley's been in in all of it since freaking the beginning of the new 52 but none of these this is a whole brand new freaking team we're getting new members today actually we've got a calubra who's a big hispanic woman and she's got metal arms and metal legs and she's basically the comic relief but she, no, they end up. Waller ends up putting her in charge of watching Talon because they need they need Talon to remember who he is. We're, they don't say why, but it's, you know he's still only saying who who who. So they're trying to you know, and she's in charge of making sure he doesn't kill himself or others. You know, we end up in the laundry room thirty minutes later. And Noctera is like, do I need to call Suicide Squad HR? Because Peacemaker's got his shirt off sure and he's washing his clothes. So it's kind of weird at first, but it all opens up and you find out that uh, he's uh, Peacemaker's adjusted the freaking frequency of the washing, washing and drying machines to um, make it to where Waller can't hear them and having this conversation. And he's he's just like, you know, hey, I, I know what you told Waller about Superboy, but I need you to tell me what you didn't tell her. Nice. He's smarter than he looks. Oh, yeah. Nah. And freaking the whole thing ends up being that freaking the way her glamour works, she gets a vibe from her targets. And the whole thing with Superboy is that his memories aren't his necessarily. Correct. It's like he's reading. It's like he's reading a Wikipedia entry. And all, and you know, Peacemaker's just like, you know, dumb this down for me, bottom line it. And she's just like, something's wrong with Superboy. And before they can really get into it, freaking Calubra um, walks in on him and is like, you know, Waller needs to talk to everybody. You know, and they end up getting their new mission. Um, and they're going to hunt down Bolt from Teen Titans Academy, who is a speedster. But she can only she can only she her she only has speed for so long. Oh, it's dude. limited. We need a speedster in Suicide Squad. Hell yeah. yes. But the whole thing is too is she's the one that has no legs. Both her legs were amputated. Yeah, but this this uh, mini uh, splash page of her dreads in the air, speeding through beautiful speed lines. Yeah. Powerful man. Yeah. But the whole thing is that freaking um Waller says Teen Titan Academy is or Teen Titan Ta- Teen, or T- Titan Tower is off limits. So you've got a the 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 students all go for a movie every Friday night. So that's where that's where you're gonna have to find her because she always likes to go for a run after she goes to the movies. So on top of that, the um they find that we got new recruits. Uh, one of them is called Keymaster, who's a teleporter, and the other one is Branch, who basically 
can he's basically a half man, half plant. <laughs> now Keymaster's all about it, but Branch is just like, just let me go. I'm not a criminal. I didn't. I don't deserve this. You know, it's not my fault. I can hear plants and talk to plants. And freaking the whole plan is that they're basically going to use Branch to tripwire Bolt and then grab her and go and grab and that's a grab and stash. They're going to freaking grab her and get the hell out of Dodge, basically. Right. So that's plan B, you know, and they're like, if something goes, what happens if something goes wrong? And then freaking Superboy's just like, that's where I stay. That's where I come in. Hell yeah. So there, there's still mad tension between Peacemaker and Superboy. Is Superboy the Superboy that from Reign of Superman? Like that guy's yep. the complete is the same one. Yep, he's the uh, he's super half Superman, half Lex Luthor D, uh, DNA. Love that shirt, by the way. Shirt. He's got that Dean Ambrose vibe going on. Mm-hmm. So. Everybody gets in position. They're ready to grab her. And right when she's turning the corner, freaking Keymaker, Keymaster decides he's just going to bolt it. He's done. He doesn't want to be here. Screw this. He's just going to get as far away from Waller as he can. And freaking Waller freaking blows his freaking brain bomb. And he explodes. And right in front of Bolt. So the jig's up. Freaking, we got dead bodies and burning plants. And freaking Bolt's just like, what the hell? <laughs> Plan C, baby. <laughs> yeah. And she turns around, and all she can say is, boy, I'm glad to see you. And there's Superboy right behind her. And all he looks, all he says, and all he says is run. <laughs> and she's like, I don't understand. And right when she's saying that, Talon swoops down and slashes her arm. And the freaking Peacemaker jumps down. It's like, Plan B. And basically, they're all trying to get her while she's trying to run away, from, run, get around everybody. And freaking Amanda Waller freaking focuses in on the image of Superboy telling her, telling Bolt to run and just letting her go. See, that is such a conundrum within Suicide Squad. They don't just let people go. There's a there's a plan F here. Where th- this is a game of chess that's going on. Like, there's so much more going on here. And Waller is just playing the pawns with superheroes. And they, like, there's going to be a. Uh, you can't just show up in our office and hey, you use us. Um, there's there's got to. I'm, I'm an armchair book. To this. There's, there's some other key figures at play that are going to let something like that happen. You don't just let someone from Suicide Squad go away, you blow their brains out of their head. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, because, you know, it's getting there. So now it's freaking... So she ends up making a mad dash. She ends up getting back to Titan Towers. And freaking Peacemaker's pissed, and he ends up beating the crap out of Branch to the point where Superboy is like, calm down. And then this guy behind him is just like, you know, if you want to lead, you know, you've got to freaking... Then you have to be, you know, think you know, not one, not two, but three steps ahead. And then it's like, now if you circus clowns want to break into Titan's Academy, you need to tell the ringleader she needs to listen to Red X. And Red X just lays out Peacemaker. One punch knockout, man. Everyone's horrified. We've got Quarter Al's asshole in the background here. And 
it just kind of drives me nuts, man. Like, like the one thing that I've noticed within Teen Titans Academy is that time is disjointed. They go back and forth, back and forth often, but they do it in such little little increments. Like, Red X has got to be, it's got to be dick. Maybe it is. It, it's, it's, then again, if you remember Future State, you know, Dick was the one that broke him out of or got him out of the cell. Right. But I don't think I don't think it's Dick. But I don't know. I don't I don't have a good solid foundation of who it could be yet. This is some days of our life shit here, man. It's one of those things where what was he imagining it or were we seeing something that like I mean like on a base level, if I was teaching T Titans Academy, I would with superheroes that May or may not turn evil because, uh, like, what's the what's the evil dropout on a Teen Titans Academy like natural like semester? <laughs> um, if you follow that, um, you, you got to get uh. some good with the bad. Teach them right from wrong and teach them the good stuff about the good stuff, the bad stuff about the good stuff, and the bad stuff about the bad stuff, and the good stuff about the bad stuff. Why not play both cards or all four? Uh. I mean, it's, it'll be interesting to see what the, you know, because like I said, this is all, like, it's, it's like we were talking about before, you know, for you know, those, those stories where, like, the audience knows the puzzle pieces before the freaking, right the people in the play know. Like, they know they know who the murderer is, you know, by, you know in, the first, in the opening scene, whereas it takes to the end for everybody else on stage to realize who the murderer is. Like, we know what's going to happen. You know, Future State dictated... Hey, you know, Red X did something stupid. Red X freaking ended up in a in a prison cell, right? You know, freaking all this stuff. You know, we know the Bolt ends up on the Suicide Squad eventually, or at least one version of it. And so, and she's on a team with Superboy. So there's a you know, there's a relationship there to some extent. This is the disjointment with. Uh, um, why am I spacing on the name? Right before Infinite Frontier, it was Future State. I think mm-hmm. I think this is gonna go back and forth because didn't didn't they say it was gonna end till like the year of Future State and Infinite Frontier? Maybe they're gonna go back and forth. Imagine a time like like a a a, a time um a, a time not really a time not a time travel story but like a time duration story where like this is what you get now and this is. You already so saw what happened. Five years in the future, or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, and now we're gonna go back and show you what what led to that, and then we're gonna go back to the future for a little bit, and then go back to the past. And I mean, Red X uh, wrist wraps alone that those aren't cheap, man. Uh, yeah. CM Punk was stealing those for uh, for Major League Wrestling. He would. Uh, do you do you ever hear that story? No. Yeah, uh, uh, Gals and Anderson were talking about how uh, they would always see CM Punk stealing boxes of uh, wrist tape. I'm like, what are you doing that for? Oh, <laughs> Cole Cabana's got a show coming up. He was stealing all the free wrist tape for MLW, man. <laughs> like, oh wow, dude, that's that, that's so punk, man. Like, like, <laughs> like it's like, uh, what do you guys have to offer me here in MLW? We got all the free wrist tape you want, brother. <laughs> And and we're we're talking about DC now, but like that's why it hasn't finished. We're going back and forth because I mean like I popped like a motherfucker at the end of this man. Red X. Yeah. 
And that's the thing. It's going to continue in Teen Titans Academy number three. But like we've got this whole thing where we got Suicide Squad merging with Teen Titans Academy. And like I said, both end up so screwed up by the end of freaking Future State. It's, it's, and it's like all the pieces are like they're, they're, they're teasing us with pieces. But it's like Lord knows how long does it take you know each thing to get together because you know freaking uh because Talon was another one that was in the on the Suicide Squad at the end. Correct. Oh yeah. In the beginning of Future State, they're in jail. Yeah. They're in jail. Now we're gonna get to see them get to jail. What a great storytelling. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's almost Pulp Fiction like. You read you, you you read my goddamn mind. You absolutely read my fucking mind there. I, I was literally about to say that. It, it, Tarantino said when Pulp Fiction came out that uh, everyone's complaining that this is jumping back and forth. But if this was a novel, you wouldn't even fucking notice. Yeah. If you're reading this, you're going to follow along. But this is a movie and I'm breaking some tropes here. But no, that's the reverse thing here. And that's why they're releasing things so so sparsely with uh, new next Batman because mm-hmm. they're, they're just con- like, because remember we got dropped into, uh, when we've talked about this before, about how important it is to finish the goddamn comic when there's an extra story at the end. Um, yeah. They're, they're giving you some meat and potatoes here, but you're, you just finished a bigger comic, so you're not going to, might not want to read it because it might not be as good. But if, if you do that to yourself, you're depriving yourself of something really excellent. And yeah. And now we're, oh God, God, God bless, God damn, God double bless, whatever deity you like, everyone that's working on these storylines, because, wow. <laughs> yeah, um, we've got a lot of good stuff coming up, it's just freaking, and like you said, it's it's going to end up being one of those things where we're going to get there eventually, but Lord knows, it could, you know, we, could, we could go freaking five years before we find out who Red X actually is. Correct. Or they could, they could reveal it next issue if they want. Or hell, who's to say Red X is one person? That could be. What if it's two or three students? What, what if, if it's not a student at all? What if it's Starfire the whole time? How funny would that be? Dude, that would be amazing. What if it's just Dick from the future going back to the past? Oh, it could be. It, it would make perfect sense considering that Red X knows where Dick Grayson is at all times and is... I just missed him. <laughs> Just missed him. Yeah. If anyone, could be. if anyone can go back in time and make the wrong things right or the wrong or the right things wrong, I mean, like, what did you say about Dick last week? That he's the uh, opposite of Batman. The uh, yeah, he, he's the inverse of Batman. You know, freaking where Batman, you know, they had they started out the same, both of them losing their parents to freaking violence and freaking, but you know, Dick. He got he, he got he got past his trauma where Batman never did. Yeah, which is something we're gonna get to in freaking Batman one oh eight when we talk about that. But freaking um yeah, he Batman never got over his childhood trauma. You know, Dick freaking had to fight to get through it, but he did. And he's a better person for it. Well maybe Dick yeah, is he, coming back to teach someone a couple of lessons, man. The, we haven't seen Red yeah. X kill anybody. Not yet. Not yet. Freaking, that's the thing, though. You know, are we going to see Red X joining the Suicide Squad? He, well, shit, man. If they're going to do a Teen Titans uh, Academy crossover and we've got Suicide Squad, like, Suicide Squad is the one thing about 
that particular team is that they're devoid of central leadership. Yeah. You always got to, I mean, you got Waller, freaking you might, I mean, this one, this iteration does not have Rick Flag in it, doesn't have Deadshot in it. Nope. You know, and freaking, are, are they going to play off the fact that freaking, is Floyd still dead in this universe, or did, where is Deadshot? Are we going to see Deadshot at some point? One of the things that sticks out in my mind right now is, again, we mentioned finding those uh, sets over at uh, Escape Velocity, and they had mm-hmm. the, the six-issue set of Siege. But with Siege, Siege was the last storyline that I bought every single issue. And every time I bought every single issue of every little offshoot, I'd read something and I'd be like, this is crap. Like, this could have been a one-page recap. But everything they're doing within Infant Frontier and... um, Future State. Future State. Just, it's important it's meat and potatoes. We're, we're like it's not like we're one week they're serving us uh, filet mignon and the next week they're taking us to for dollar McDonald's. Every goddamn book has been just like sit back, take it in, think for a moment. A lot of moments, not just finishing a Walking Dead. Like okay, can't wait to see who dies next issue. Um, this is important. Like, yeah. how many books did you say Nightfall was? I think at the end of it, I think it was 19. We've got, like, probably 50, maybe 80 already since Future State started. Yeah. And we've read them all. We're getting, we're getting another one next week, I think. I think they're going... I think there's another Gotham story featuring Red Hood coming out next week. Oh, hell yeah. And that's, like I said, that's another one. That's a straight-up Future State book. Well, lead us into the new Batman because this one kind of lost me at the beginning because we're we're dealing with Scarecrow. We've got Oracle seeing Scarecrow like perched up like Batman, just watching. We got dumbass new mayor. I'm gonna get rid of the mess. And uh, hey, you're failing. <laughs> you're failing. Uh, they're not gonna stand for this. And we get some new. We get a brand new character. I'm- yeah. Well- to an extent because that's that's the fun part like this is another one that's freaking super bleeding into future state you know we start off there's a picture of scarecrow and then right next page there's freaking city hall you know where they're talking about the a-day massacre where freaking the joker unleashed all the joker feared the toxin in arkham and killed a whole bunch of people and the one guy that, that one of the few guys that survived was a guy an officer named sean mahoney who went out of his way to try to help people as much as he could, but he ended up losing an arm and two of his legs in the A-Day massacre. And freaking, you know, he's regarded as a hero and they're, they're celebrating him. And, a, and some guy is just like, you know, Hey, can I steal a moment of your time? And he's like, Oh, sure. He really, and turns out this guy is Simon Saint. He really is just some guy, but he looks like Steve Jobs. He totally looks like he's a, yeah, blatantly looks like Steve Jobs. Hundred percent Steve Jobs. You know, and he's just like you know, I'm the CEO of Sane Industries, and I will force a nod to Future State. But we see Oracle over here, look, watching this whole thing, and freaking she notices a scarecrow is on the top of a a building and just watching everything, but we're not quite sure why yet. Perched up like Batman, but during the day. Yeah. 
She had these glowing eyes, so. And then we turn around and freaking Batman dresses matches Malone is trying to infiltrate the Unsanity Collective. Matches Malone. I love it, man. <laughs> I like the fact that Matches Malone looks like Jim Gordon. 100%. Like, I had to go back and look it up. Like, is that Gordon? No, it's 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 Batman. <laughs> it's good old Matches. Good old Matches. Check out his socks, dude. Do you see his socks and his, and his, uh, <laughs> his sneakers? I didn't know until you mentioned it, but yeah. Looks like, di- looks like dinosaurs, actually, his sneakers. Which yeah. I find funny. But yeah, no, Mr. Wise, who's in charge of the Unsanity Collective, is just like, you know, we're going to kill this guy probably. But freaking Miracle Molly, an, another debuting character, is just like, no, we're you know, just letting let me have him. I'll take care of him. And freaking they're like, you know, hey, if you don't, we're going to give him the breaker here, you know, and you're responsible for him. And she's like, I got you. And the interesting part is, is Miracle Molly just sees right through his getup the whole time. She's like, she points out the fake mustache. She points out, you know, your whole voice you're putting on this whole thing's, you know, she sees through him, which is you know, very interesting. Cause like, part of me wonders if like, there's not like what's, what's behind Molly that she notices this. He's got a solid costume on man. Like, like you said earlier, like, is that Gordon? Yeah. <laughs> But, like, she sees through the whole thing to the point where she ends up giving him a mask. And she's like, if you're going to do it, if you're going to do it with something fake, at least put this on. That way everyone knows you're fake yeah. and lose the mustache. It, it reminded me of um, Big Daddy when, hey, you're nervous. Let me give you your invisible glasses. And, all right, just uh, be real here for a second. And we've, uh, I got to say that, like, this, uh, I'm not an anxiety person, but she gets on a hovercraft and yeah getting on a glider yeah getting on a glider like uh what does she say she says now i hope you're not afraid of heights or anything but this next bit's gonna get be a doozy and i'm like i i would have sat down or like you know what i'm batman just kill me <laughs> let me be let me be please yeah oh geez yeah oh no, geez don't like no. there's no seat belts here she's got her hands in her hoodie i mean like this splash page alone, look look at the detail. Like, oh, yeah. We're, we're talking, like, I want to say probably four different bits of perspective here. We got a couple of spotlights. We got the perfect angular of the uh, view of the glider to see the technology under it. We got the spotlights under it. Perfect grimaces on their face. We've got yeah. Batman, like, oh, I'm totally cool with this. And it's Gotham. I mean, like, but, like, it's, but... Like, think about, like, look at the coloring of Gotham in the middle of the night. It's red. Yeah. Like, it, it's not stark night like, like you know, uh, Tim Burton. We're, we're talking, yeah. like, there's fire. Well, it, it's very remi- it's reminiscent of the old uh, Batman the Animated Series. Beautiful. Uh, a lot more but Then we go over to, we, we end up taking a, a respite here and going to St. Industries, where Simon St., his, uh, his valet, Ricardo... And freaking Mahoney are just kind of walking around showing they're showing him what he can do. And freaking, you know, they're talking about, you know, the costumed freaks and whatnot and how they're the problem. And Simon Sainz basically like, I can't, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, and he's like, you know, my whole thing is I'm trying to create this new breed 
of law enforcement to handle them because they need something specific. Right. And he's like, you know, I'd really like you to be the first officer of that program. And he's like, you know, hey, I'm flattered. I'd love to, but I've got, you know, I'm missing an arm. I'm missing legs. And freaking, I can't be a cop anymore. And he ends up, Simon Saint ends up having Ricardo as a valet take his shirt off. And we show that he's got, he's got an entire metal arm. And, you know, he had, you know, nobody had any knowledge of this. Check, Check out the technology though. I don't know if you noticed this, but it wasn't just a blown off arm. We're talking from mid neck to wrist and then actual human hand. They saved the hand. Yeah. And then we get to, uh, uh, he's like, this is incredible, but I don't, I don't have that kind of money. And and you got to flash back to when Mahoney like really took the blast. Cause remember he took, it wasn't he like suicide bomber. Uh, yeah, he was in, and he's you know got a couple skates on his face. He's got all his hair. Uh, uh, and I remember a couple months ago, like what it was like three months ago, like man, who is this asshole? Like like he's so driven, and and uh, this is incredible. But I don't have that kind of money. We wouldn't charge you a penny, Mister Mahoney. You can consider it a gift. I only ask that if Mayor Nakano agrees to our proposal, we agree to be the first peacekeeper of my new magistrate program. No big deal. Peacekeeper 001. Yeah, but he's like, I like the sound of that, you know. And I, I made it a point, you know, I, I thought that when we were talking about the peacekeepers in Future State, I assumed he was like a, a younger, ver- like a de-aged version of like Commissioner Gordon Dude, or me something. Too. Me too. I, th- I thought you of know? him as some like zealot they, they got off the street or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's just this poor broken bastard. That yeah, either just wants... this, this good man made bad by the situations of his life. Correct, correct. And, and, and you know, again, is he even really bad based on freedom? I mean, he just wants to protect people. Agreed. He's not necessarily a bad guy. Agreed, but, like, the thing here is he's shaking hands with the devil here. Because every time I've ever thought about when someone made a deal with the devil or agreed to some experiment... Um, you think of Steve Jobs? <laughs> well, I don't just think of Steve Jobs. I think about like when the transformation happens and they start freaking out and screaming. The opposite of Captain America in uh, the original Captain America, well, the Marvel, the DC Marvel version. Uh, yeah. Like, stop it! Turn it off! No, no, I can take it. But like here we got good, good. And he says Peacekeeper 101. Yeah, I like the sound of that. You need me to sign something because I don't sign any fucking thing you need me to. Good, good, because I can't lie to you, young man. This process is gonna be painful, <laughs> and and those sort of transformations. Um, whether you're thinking about uh, you're offered to be your episode of Tales from the Crypt, and they they're telling you it's gonna hurt, and you're praying to whatever deity will listen, and you say you're still the devil that doesn't hurt that much, and yeah. he, he's flat out telling him uh, this is this is gonna hurt, and. Uh, like, He's just like, I don't care. There's your price. There's your price. And then check out this beautiful... Dude, this probably... T- like, this would take me a month. Look at the scaffolding in the buildings on the next page. The, oh, the, yeah. No, the, it's gorgeous. Check out the highlights. Now, this is something really important if you're designing a flyer. Um, look at the, the white trim around the glider and the thighs... 
as they okay. fly, as they fly into the illuminated building that's being uh, constructed and the, uh, all the extra scaffolding. That is, and then to the right we see different color, different colors of pinks, purples. We see the pixelated old school things that are going on, like you're reading an old school, uh, you know, three color comic, and and uh, Batman's uh, hoodie and his his trench coat. Uh, but in contrast to the solid le- green leopard print with the highlighted pinks, there is so much work going on here with, and. And if you look closely, a lot of these illuminations are not a lot of color. It's the same blue with a shitload of white. And this isn't like some digital illusion here. It's just color manipulation. When it comes, like, 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 if if you were if you hadn't op- if you just woke up and looked at this scene, you'd be blinded. Yeah. But look at all the different shades of pink, purples. The color palette here is just astronomically expertly curated. And, but we also have colors that don't really mesh that well, like the reds. But it stands out, and if it wasn't for the uh, white highlights around it, it would look like shit. Yeah. Like, I know, it's, it's freaking, it's gorgeous. Masterfully done. But yeah, we got a, now they're flying into what, Miracle Molly calls Gotham too. Apparently, the uh, the unsanity collective move around so that the the police can't find them, and they're actually in an old Wayne uh, Wayne Industries building that they were gonna rebuild, but just never got around to finishing. With everything that happens in Gotham, you know, they just been living this nomad like lifestyle, 100%. moving from place to place. Hundred percent. And then we meet a character named Squeak, who has an idea for an invention. And apparently, we find out that Miracle Molly um, puts together; she she makes stuff for the Unsanity Collective, and she doesn't, you know, she just apparently just really good at it. She just tinkers, and she just builds her tech. But we still need Man Bat. Mm-hmm. We still need Man Bat, and. Another thing here. So after we meet Squeak here, we've got like she's basically wearing Cerebro. Mm-hmm. And the next page, check out the scenes where it's just highlighted silhouettes with the perfect shade of green. Um, when I design a flyer and I'm using photos uh, that I took or uh, someone else took, I will use the uh, ink drop. Like when you're selecting colors, uh, there's an ink drop thing and you go to different parts of the page and you select a color that's the same color on the page. Okay. And, and you use that to accentuate and it, it, it ties the room together. Like the, like the dude's, like the dude's a uh, fucking rug. Like you, you, look, look at her eyes. She's got heterochromalia here. She's three different shades of eyes. Obviously, cybernetics. We look. We see this beautiful illumination of the bat, like just agreeing. Oh, you knew. So scared of the Batman, and then there's that, the silhouette. He's not wearing a cow, but they've got that going on. Next, the shadows of the pinks that are the perfect shade of pinks that are in conjunction with the exactly the the pinks that are in her costume, on the cowl, on her headband, and then we go further down. 
and the greens in the the four panel in the middle are exactly the same greens that are going on our hair throughout the entire page and then we had some accentuation of the pixelations near the bottom like I didn't know and he's got that little smirk we got something going here and then they do they, they continue the same the same accentuations here until we get to and you take it from here because you got to tell us how this ends because this splash page at the end is one of my favorite splash pages of all time well getting back to the start we got you know one a couple of big things we find out that um basically to join the insanity collective you get your mind wiped of course and they end up freaking you you become basically a, you, you become a blank slate you're you're cleansed yeah and it's it's one of those things like they're talking about it and she just basically she ends up calling them out and she because like batman is talking about you know don't you want to know what you were beforehand where you came from and she's like i've watched the footage of what you know me in the chair getting my mind wiped and i just look so sad and scared and desperate and i just think about how much that person must have suffered and you know if i don't have to do that anymore why should i and she just looks at him and she's just like the people of the city are just so scared batman and he's just like you knew and she's like of course i knew you know we talked on we talked over the radio it was last issue and you know she's like you know I, you know, if I had any doubts at all, freaking when you were on the glider and you were just so calm about it, you know, that that sealed it. Oh, so you know, glad, and then, so glad but I then they asked her, I was about it then. <laughs> yeah. But they talk about how uh, they bring up the point that I was trying to make on a suicide squad, you know, and they talk or the difference between Batman and Mario and uh, Dick Grayson. You know, they're like, if, you know, if you could be if we if we could clean your mind and you were just batman would you would you be a better batman basically if you had your mind wiped and you just forgot about all the pain and you were just batman you know no fear no nothing and it's you know that's a that's a solid question because you know in all honesty that's what made him batman was that traumatic moment especially with uh i can't remember what book we're reading when uh Batman hasn't. You've never saved anyone. You've saved people, but you never saved Gotham. Like you've only. Oh, uh, the detective. Yep. And she says, "Could that version Batman actually save Gotham?" Oh. I don't know. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like party, like that. That look on Batman's face makes him almost look like he's considering it. You know whether or not it happens or not. We'll see, but like. You know, could could a mind wipe? Could a could a fresh faced Bruce Wayne save Gotham? See, that's a good that's a good point. Uh, when I brought up the Weatherman when we were at Escape Velocity, and I was like, the like uh, I found a couple issues of the Weatherman, and I was like, this was important because this guy was the epitome of like start of the apocalypse, and then mind wiped his own self, injected himself into regular society as a Weatherman. And then is captured like you were the one that did everything wrong here, and we're begging the question here. And he's look, look, uh, flip the pages here. Look how introspective Batman is in all of these pages. Every panel, he's thinking. Like, uh, and and the reason I say he's thinking, he just lost everything. Wayne Manor, like, he's showing up at. Expensive galas, and I imagine, 
uh, for someone that's been poor for a very long time, um, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm, I've been disillusioned. I, he has no one to talk to about being disillusioned. I mean, like, think about it, man. Like, how many times have, like, something really shitty happened to you and you got the right person to talk to? Yeah. You're not Batman. I'm not Batman. Who does Batman go to talk to? And he's got this 21-year-old girl seducing him to the dark side of mind wipe yourself and be your true self. Join us. Join us because the, the, your real you is going to shine. She, she's not encouraging him to be a villain. She's not, let's go rob a bank. She's trying to seduce him to, a, like, let's, let's find the real you. Let, let, let's erase everything that haunts you when you're feeling good and you remember yeah. something bad that happened. And look at every page. Look how introspective he is. It, it's, it's so poignant. And, but then we've got shots where he's smiling. And then she says, and I'm going to say it again, uh, do you ever think how much stronger you'd be, just like you said too, if you let your, your past go? And he says, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Man. They did the whole thing with uh, freaking towards the end of the New 52 where he came in Joker – you know, died, and then they came back, and neither one of them had any memories. You're talking about and that he fight. Wasn't, he wasn't Batman. You're talking about that fight and, in the Batcave when they fell into the, the, the poison water. Yeah. And then uh, freaking, you know, we had the next year of Commissioner Gordon playing Batman while Bruce Wayne got his memories back. You know, and we find out that freaking, uh, you know, Bruce brings up the fact that they're hitting media moguls and, you know, she, Molly's, you know, Molly's got nothing to hide. And she just kind of tells him, she's like, yeah, you know, somebody hired us to do it and it fit with our ideals. So we said, yes. And she's like, and Bruce is like, I, I, you know, I need a name, you know, just give it all I need. All I need is a name. And turns out the person that hired the Unsanity Collective is one Simon Saint. And that last freaking image is Simon Saint and the freaking Scarecrow. Outside, as freaking, you know, Mahoney is just being looks to be electrocuted, and they're weapon. putting on his new his new body parts. That's some Weapon X shit right here, man. This is some yeah. Weapon X style torture. Exactly what we we're talking about uh, when we were on a way to escape velocity about the torture when they broke that mm-hmm. man. But like, like the, yeah. the one of his eyes is like one eye is looking the other way. Like we've got a like. Jesus Christ, man. Like, I've looked at this page probably six, seven times, and I just barely noticed when I was flipping to it while you were talking that Scarecrow was on the other other TV. Yep. You know, and that's, you know, we're we're on our way to the least peacekeeper number one. And, I mean, it's brilliant. You know, you take this guy who's blatantly a hero, the one guy that freaking did what he could to help others escape 8A, and you make him the poster child of the, the magistrate movement because Nakano is not okay with this concept. He doesn't want to have, you know, replace the masked vigilantes with this peacekeeping unit, you know, this paramilitary group, if you will, and freaking, but you, you, you make a point of taking this broken, broken man who, you know, is a hero and you make him the centerpiece of that organization, and all of a sudden you've got another selling point for your for your whole plan. One thing that sticks out to me in this splash page, uh, before we get too far into what you're saying, 
is there's probably I want to say probably 30 layers if you're if you're on clip art doing everything on your iPad or uh, your uh, digital comic art creation I want to say there's probably 30 maybe 40 layers look at the reds look at the stark reds of the the strings going to them the chords look at the blues look at the uh, the speckling of whatever juice is going into him look at the different purples energy look at the different colors in his legs um, look at the it looks like someone's being struck by lightning over and over and over with like 50 different colors this is a masterpiece of modern comic art this is gorgeous and we are it, it, I gotta say this is gonna be one of those things Peacekeeper is gonna be in 20 years you and I are gonna leave a, a movie and we're gonna be and I'm gonna be all ah they introduced Peacekeeper too quick <laughs> probably I can see I totally see it <laughs> yeah and and you're gonna be like fuck you that splash page was awesome you you popped like a motherfucker that ah, happened too quick I'm pissed there wasn't enough colors like there enough <laughs> not, colors. Enough, not enough blues not enough blues but god damn look at the lightning going on in the sky man like look at the torture uh, but look at the one in the middle of the eye like the third eye right in the middle Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of things going on here. Um, there, there's even the cords going to his fucking fingers, man. Even the one yeah. He's got he's got a turtle hand on the on the right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's a brilliant piece of art. Goddamn, it's gorgeous. He's saying that's uh, I say this go I say this cover piece for this week. I'm down. Yeah. I like it. Definitely. Take a couple of snaps of the... Uh... Oh, but we've got... we still got more. Yeah. How about you give me some Beta Ray Bill, man? Oh, uh, you know what, man? Beta Ray Bill... Uh, I was a little worried about it because in the first issue, he it was a bitch fest. It was a bitch fest. And I'm not... I can't change into my humanoid body. Uh, Sif wants to... Screw me and um, can't change into the body. She rejects me, and we got uh, executioner. Like, hey, buddy, what's going on? I'm back from Valhalla. Fuck that place, man. <laughs> and uh, uh, what are you doing here? I thought you were dead. Oh, it was totally dead, man. But that place sucked, bro. It was straight up not having a good ass time. And that's what he comes off as, and then that's uh, that's uh, Carl Urban's character from Ragnarok. And like, hey, nice. what do you want to do? No, you want to go find that hammer? Let's go find Odin. I have a damn good idea where he is. And they go to they go to a bar at the edge of the universe. Obviously, get in a fight. This is one of my <laughs> like like I, I gotta say like uh, my two of the three of my comics this week that I popped hard was involved some bar fights. Uh, I've been in a couple of bar fights and they're a lot of fun. And I wouldn't recommend <laughs> them. I wouldn't recommend them. And uh, but. <laughs> I but they happen. They happen. Uh, and we've got such great whimsical art here. Like, uh, cover... The, like, uh, the uh, Mike Spicer uh, is... No, he's the color artist. Uh, Daniel Warren Johnson is the writer and artist of this. And this is like Chris Bacallo whimsical, but not like where it's hard to look at stuff. But then you get to like a, a couple page here, and he's like... You know, talk to me, Scott. And 
we go to the next page here, double splash page. Scott is the technological organism that responds to everything that he wants. It's this giant ship slash bazooka slash war machine. And they break it into this, all the com uh, compartments of the ship. This is some Jeff Darrow shit here, man. I like the, uh, But not as good as Jeff Darrow, kind of more of like, if um, the way the ship is broken up to, let me uh, take a snap of it real quick and send it to you. Jeff Darrow did uh, Rusty the Boy Robot and Big Guy. Did you read those back in the okay. 90s? I think so, yeah. But he also is the guy that did all of the original designs of everything in the Matrix. Oh. His his designs were so... Like, we're talking like... He would illustrate the condensation on the pipes. And... The... Let me know when you get it. Give me a second here. Let's see. Ah, there it is. Yeah, so you see the detail. We're in mid-space here. God knows where. We've, mm -hmm. we've got... Check out to the upper upper right where we've got ships that are hovering over that are just feeding the ammo into their, like, 900 cal. Gotcha. And, but if you zoom in, it, it's kind of it's scratchy art. Yeah, but Jeff Darrow's art was extremely detailed. Just like I said, condensation coming off the pipes or designing the 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 fields of pods in the Matrix. And this is more like the same thing, but if you're Sergo Aragonist, Aragonist that did the uh, uh, all of the uh, shitload of Mad Magazine art, he always did the the panel stuff, and then like Mad Magazine on laughter. He was he did all the stuff without words, and loved this this splash page and we got beta ray bill i gotta get a new hammer executioner's like yeah it's cool we'll, we'll go find odin start a fight odin comes in with like a, a keg hey calm, calm down guys fuck you want oh let me guess you want a hammer yeah yeah i don't have that power anymore don't worry about it i am worried about it because thor just made me a total bitch i'm tired of it completely tired <laughs> of it and I want to get laid. <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, I was there, man. And like, you were watching? He's like, yeah, that, that was pretty brutal. <laughs> like, what were you watching? I was dead. I was bored. And, you know, we get in another bar fight, and Owen's like, okay, listen, I don't have the power to give you what you want. Don't you have the, the trolls of, of this, of Gogan, Gugan, Hymenstein? And like, yeah, I don't have that no more. Um, but I can tell you where to find the power that could make that happen. But it's in basically another version of hell that I created, which is an impassable portal that I have guarded by the fiercest warriors of Asgard. Nothing goes in or out. And if you go in, no one ever leaves. But um, you answered some the other day when I popped for I called you like what, like, like at like three in the afternoon, like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh the the dude that finished off Ragnarok, um to put the skull in the fire. Oh freaking what is I can't remember. I was gonna say Mephisto, but obviously it's not Mephisto. No, not Mephisto, but it's not it's not hell, but we basically there's a there's a sword at the bottom of the pit of the bottomless list pit. And uh, go ahead and get it. And um 
good luck because I ain't going. They get <laughs> they they get to the portal. Uh, Odin said, "You're coming. We'll gladly in, let you enter." But every time someone leaves, they come back with a darkness inside of them. If you have that same darkness in your eyes, you will meet our blades. No pressure, though. No pressure. They go in. Skiff is like, oh, I don't control everything now anymore. I am now a personified robot. And uh, everything is not going to plan. <laughs> like, they, they get there, like, not uh, a lot bigger than I thought. <laughs> yep. And, but we've got a, a, a solid Beta Ray Bill story going on here. And I'm uh, trying to pull up uh, my... Uh, Marvel app here because there's a Beta Ray Bill like within the uh, Marvel app, Marvel Limited. There's a spotlight on Beta Ray Bill right now. Um, help you get caught up if you're. It's one of the best things about what's going on in the uh, comic apps right now is that within the pages, if you're if you're current but not as current as you want to be, there'll be a spotlight for it. Nice. Good ass spotlight and and. God damn, this this issue was gorgeous. <laughs> Excuse me, just like he's, he's like, behold my stuff, <laughs> and <laughs> and and he's like the whole issue. He's like, there's no guns. Like Valhalla has no guns. Because remember, he he finishes off like a lot of dudes in Ragnarok with a couple of M six M sixteen. Yeah, yeah. And like the funny thing was, I don't know that much about guns, but from a kid I knew for goddamn sure that was an M16 <laughs> yeah double handed got impaled eh went out like a warrior hell yeah yeah he was one of the best parts of Ragnarok shoot and I'm gonna follow it up with uh, Savage Adventures number 21 man get this okay so this is such a whimsical story Conan is drinking at one of those secret-ass uh, evildoer bars <laughs> where they're gambling and the the third version of the uh, the calculators hanging out. Uh, that's DC, but I'm just bringing it up just for uh, moral quandary that that's the type of guys hanging out at this place. And uh, right. Conan gets served some uh, pumpkin ale. And what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, that's some pumpkin ale. Like, that's what we got left. Uh, I need something stronger. We ain't got nothing stronger. Um, don't ever serve me uh, ale of gourd again. And Rhino comes in. He starts bitching about the beer too. And the, what are we gonna do? Bartender's like, listen, this is a secret supervillain bar. <laughs> if we don't have funds, all this stuff falls off the back of a truck. You want better beer? Do it yourself. And Rhino's like, hey, you, uh, you want to rob a bank? Sure. <laughs> Conan's like, sure. Still wearing the symbiote, he gets to a, uh, to a bank, and uh, he's wearing his disguise, which is the symbiote, making him in a, a black suit, no shirt, no shoes, and uh, Rhino co comes causes distraction. Conan is reminiscing on all the vaults of men that he has uh, raided. <laughs> he leaves with all this bullion and paper money, and he doesn't know what he's getting, but he knows everything inside is worth money. They're leaving. Rhino is smack in the face, hit by Spider-Man. There's a little bit of a, you know, fist of cuffs. And, uh... <laughs> a scuffle, if you will. A little bit of a scuffle. Conan 
beats the dog shit out of Spider-Man. Spider-Man keeps coming back. He gets a little bit annoying. We got some great quips here between Spider-Man. And uh, Coney just gets tired. Oh, you're a protective of, of innocence. I gotta go. Grabs a cop, throws him into the fucking sewer. <laughs> go get it. I'm out of here. And then, like, it was, like, the, the cops flying through the, like, the, the pages. You see this cop flying through the sewer. Vertical, absolute death guaranteed. Spidey catches him. And uh, there's this little blurb at the end, like, you know, ale was had, money was split. <laughs> and, like, that just, like, I... I can't remember the last time I saw Spidey got an ass beat like that, like uh, like like yeah. like on the streets of Manhattan, like like not like where like you get like there's a little bit of tete tete and like, you know like we'll we'll see you in a couple of days when the real story picks up. Nope, Conan was like fuck you, <laughs> and uh, and I'm out. Damn you, damn you, Conan, and uh, but we get Cool and Goth resurrecting uh, five six pages of uh, like Oliver Copio style like. Perfect art, resurrecting a uh, Conan baddie. <laughs> Great. I don't care what just happened. That was awesome. We, we literally just got to watch Conan the Barbarian in a bar fight with the Rhino and beating up Spider-Man, and then throwing a cop down the fucking sewer like a like a fucking like boogery fucking Kleenex. <laughs> Go get it, asshole. I'm out of here. I am so fucking like he. Like just done. Just done. Like I got I got beers to drink and bitches to screw. <laughs> Go do what you gotta do. I'll see you later. He's got, he's got stuff to do. And don't forget, Conan is living in the New York uh high rise apartment uh oh, whatever you wanna call it, like complex of the Hellfire Club that he won from the X Men. <laughs> because you know, they're not staying there no more. Yeah. But uh, that's what I got, man. Like, I popped like a motherfucker on that one, man. That's good stuff, man. Like you said, it's not it's not average fare. No, not at all. Not at all. It, it was it was a lot of fun, and I really appreciated the, the with bit of cool and gothy and where the art got better. Like, it was more whimsical during the fights, but then, like, they got to, like, Mike Diodato quality, Oliver Copiel quality, and resurrecting a, uh, a character that I have no idea who the fuck it is. But it begs the question, we got to figure out who the hell it is. Yeah. Every time I, every time I seem to do something like that, I mean, I'm being the wrong guy anyway. I got half the Suicide Squad wrong previously. We had freaking, uh, uh, freaking Peacekeeper number one we were wrong on. So. Hey, but we're still, we're, we're on your booking, man. We're having fun. We still read the books. We yeah. put our money in. Yeah, no, I still, still thought I'd just freaking, it's kind of fun having those new characters, though, that we can kind of, See where you know, see what they're doing and why they're doing what they're doing. A hundred percent, man. And it, it's imperative that within this pages of Savage Avengers that we're finally getting someone other than Killing Goth on this. It's not just something from the movies or something within the old school Conan, the Conan lore. We're getting something um, old school mentioned. We've seen it before, but unless you're reading Conan in the seventies, you're not going to know what's, what's going on. But it begs the question, who is this guy? I need to do some research and uh, go on the hunt if you like this guy. 
Go dum, find, dum, dum. Go find the comics, man. Like, Who is he? Where'd he come from? Dude, I, I, I have almost every Mr. Zaz issue ever. Nice. Because of Nightfall. And I, I feel like an asshole because of it because, like, it, it's I'm basically loving a serial killer. Yeah, it's a, it is what it is, man. But get me caught up on Batman number two, man, because I've been reading all the digitals, and you've got the meat and potatoes here. Yeah, we got a next Batman Second Son 204. So at the end of the last issue, Tamara, freaking uh, Jace's sister, um, falls ill, and she's, we're not quite sure what happened. So we start out, she's in a hospital, and we find out previously, apparently she'd been poisoned by Ratcatcher. Correct. In uh, Batwing Volume 5, Into the Dark. So, you know, Jason, Jason and Luke are getting into it because, you know, Luke just has these issues with Jace that I'm not too familiar with currently. And they're just like, you know, we need to, you know, we need to get her, you know, get her better, you know, no matter the cost. And, you know, Lucius is just talking about how, you know, we we, we got to fix this. You know, money doesn't matter. But at the same time, freaking, you know, it's real funny to be like, oh, you know, we've got all this money, but you can't buy a life. So from there, it ends up going into freaking the commission. Uh, two, co- two officers are in the commissioner's office. It says Officer Whitaker and Officer Chubb who we would know from future state and turns out uh, newly formed commissioner Montoya is moving everybody up a rank. So these two officers are now going to be detectives, even though they didn't pass the test, but they would have passed anyway. So is a okay. So we get back and Jason is talking with ball. Who's his guy in the chair and turns out that they, um, they got some new intel on a fresh shipment coming in from Arcadine, and this personal carrier's courier's on its way to Gotham, and it's on this airplane. And Jace is going to welcome them in, and turns out that they're trying to get that um, they're on higher security because Jace ruined um, ruined their last shipment. Okay. In issue one. And there's this um, this girl's with them, and she looks like a bodyguard. And while Jace is probably a good mile away, it looks like she's looking right at him. Hmm. And he ends up getting out of there because a couple of a couple of patrol of um, security guards are looking are watching over this building. And we come back, and uh, Luke. Is talking with Tiffany, uh, his little little sister, about what's going on with Tam, and Tiffany's just calling him out on it. She's thirteen, and she's like, you know, I'm mad. You know, this whole family's angry, and she and he, and Luke's just like, why are you mad at us? And she's like, she's tired of everybody in the family shifting blame on somebody else. When we all know what happened to Tam, you know, she was hurt by a freaking rat catcher. And, you know, Luke's just like, it wasn't my fault. And she's like, you've got to be kidding me. You're going to tell me there's nothing you could do. I know who you are. I know what you do. 
And she calls him out on it. And she's like, you know, we need a cure. Ratcatcher's got a cure. So you got to find Ratcatcher. And this, you know, this 13-year-old little girl is putting her big brother in on his alert. place. On alert. Yeah. And the last scene, last page of the scene is him flying off in the Batwing armor going to look for Ratcatcher. That guy needs to pay, man. After the last issue I saw with him in, like, like, Army of Kids, like, that's just... That guy needs to pay. Oh, yeah, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. <laughs> so we get there. We get to the next thing. Tiffany's talking with, with Jace now. And it turns out that some guy is, you know, had broken into the hospital and taken pictures of their sister. And he's, uh, and he's one of those guys who's on the, uh, on the internet passing off photos of celebrities. Oh, he's and, she, you know, and Jace is completely calm about the situation. And she's, and he's like, I'm, you know, he'll get his, don't worry about it. You know, Karma's got a funny way of working out and Tiffany leaves. And as soon as she leaves, he gets on the call to Val, to Val, and being like, I need you to get me information on this guy. This needs to be fixed now. So he ends up going to the bar or the club that this guy, he call, he's called Ubets, is seen <laughs> at. Ubets? Like one of yeah, those, Ubets. It's one of those dumbass fucking, like, if you uh, subscribe and spend $5, you get $100 to bet, and you might get. Uh, $500 return, but you gotta put 100 bucks in after. <laughs> yep. So they, she ended up walking up on this guy getting kicked out of this bar. And the bouncers are, you know, kind of trying to beat him up. And Jason ends up stopping him. And he's like, yeah, you know, thanks, man. I appreciate that. And then he grabs his, you know, he goes to give him a high five. And freaking, he just grabs his wrist and is like, and puts him down. And it's like, if you ever do anything on social media again, I'll find you and I'll kill you. Wonderful. <laughs> and he just like he walks away. He's like, "You're canceled." Hey, big brother, man. Why not? And then we go. And then we go back to Luke. And Luke in his freaking Batwing armor is on the streets looking for Ratcatcher, and freaking finds a couple of cronies and gets them to talk, and they tell him where Ratcatcher's located at. You know, he he's hanging out in the underneath. Ooh. And then we go back. Then we flip to the back to the police station, where Montoya is talking with everybody. Who and is she's, still on my bad side, by the way. Montoya. Hundred percent, man. Hundred <laughs> percent. And she's just playing by the book right now, but she's telling all these officers that you know we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to play by the book. No mat, you know, the no the no mask mandate has been you know put on. And you guys, we're going to go find everybody involved and get them, you know, get this handled. And Chubbs and Chubbs and Whitaker are talking about it. She's like, you know, all these years, you know, you know, Montoya was one of the ones that helped, you know, that Batman helped, that helped Batman, you know. We, you know, our jobs are easier because of the, of the mask. And she's like, and Chubbs is like, it doesn't matter anymore because, you know, we're cops and we do what we have to do. And this is what we have to do. So he's in, you know, Whitaker's like, you know, wasn't all golden, you know, but I'm, I'm not real good with change. And Chubb's just like, neither were the dinosaurs, and that didn't really work out for them very well. <laughs> not at all. 
So we end up freaking Batwing is in the underneath, and he finds a rat catcher, and rat catcher is just sitting here with a single solitary rat, and you know he's he's like, I need a cure, and you know you poison somebody, and rat catcher just turns around and is like, you know, so yeah, I poison somebody that has money or is close to you, so now it's a big deal. Oh, not not Barbara. You know, when it's when it's nobody, you don't care. When yeah, it's when but... it's all these when it's all these homeless kids that just want a meal, you got you people don't care. And he turns around and there's just this army of children with baseball bats and cinder blocks and whatnot. Hundred percent. And they're just you know, and he's like, you know, I'm I'm not just I don't just deal with rats anymore. Yeah, I've got my people. Especially after the last issue of Nightwing, man. Uh, especially after the remember when he found the the. Hey, keep the keep the cash. Not turn yeah. them in. Remember, Oracle was like, "What are we gonna do? You gotta do this." He's like, "No, no." Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Right. But yeah, he ends up letting the children loose all over Batwing, and you know, there's one with a with a rather large gun ends up shooting one of the foundations out. And freaking Batwing's trying to protect everybody as much as he can because the ceiling starts caving in. And then in come the, in come the cops. Oof. And, the, you know, freaking the cops just start opening fire on everybody. And they end up shooting Ratcatcher in the head. Didn't he get one in yeah. the head the last time we saw him? Uh, not that I remember. No, I no, no, possible. like no, three or four other people got one in the head. He's the asshole that got away. Yeah, and Batwing's trying to make a break for it and gets caught by Whitaker, and, Whit- and he, Whitaker's just like, hold it. Batwing freezes, then Whitaker puts his gun away and is like, I wasn't here, neither were you. And he just he just lets him go. Yeah, 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 just just like a Nightwing, man. That was... God damn. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, then we turn around, and uh, in the ruins, this young girl finds the Ratcatcher's mask. And ends up taking it. So I think we might be leading towards Ratcatcher number two. Especially with the Suicide Squad movie coming out later this year. Question. Mm-hmm. I actually got two questions. Okay. How much more relevant is Nightwing in the comics right now? And it's going to take ten years for people to realize Dick Grayson's role. Oh, he's he's a, he's a, he's very instrumental. Like he's you know like I said, I, as far as the Bat Family goes, Dick's the freaking heart and soul of the Bat Family. One hundred percent. That that's my question. Like, how relevant is Batman to the stories now? Because it's like the only thing he's really relevant right now in is in Batman, Batman, not. Well, no, 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 Detective, Detective, and everything else is. Night. Even detect- even detective though right now is it's more about the like Tynan's been introducing new characters left and right. Correct. So it's almost more so about stories revolving around these characters, the new characters per se, as opposed to freaking Batman himself. Agreed. But what what I'm saying is is that it's it's expanded beyond the point, and now it's a challenging point that Barbara is not. A, she's not Batwoman. We get yeah. a, we get occasional Batwoman 
Batgirl. We get different female characters, but like her influence within the pages of Nightwing and in Batman is so much more palpable and so much more relevant than Batman just being Batman. Yeah. He's he's almost a side character used to freaking introduce these to to he's 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 not the focal point he once was in the That's Bat family. Exactly my point, but the the point is it's like it happened without us noticing. Mm-hmm. And I'm loving it. Like the more they show Bruce Wayne and any other comic other than Detective, I'm kind of like ah, get us the other ones. Like, like, yeah, like, no, Detective. Like, really, you're right. Detective really is the big one because that's really focusing on, you know, Bruce Wayne and him moving out of the manor and all that, and so, like, you know, freaking. It's more a Bruce Wayne centric than freaking Batman is right now because Batman's, you know, we're introducing Clown Hunter and Miracle Molly and uh, freaking like, uh, like four other people. <laughs> Ghostmaker. Ghostmaker. You know, Harley Quinn's a member of the Bat family now officially. You know, we've got freaking Red Hood, Nightwing, Damien, freaking Red Robin. Red X. You know, Oracle, Batgirl, the other you know, freaking uh, Stephanie but, Brown. Like, the other thing I love, it's not a cash grab. Like, like yeah. they, 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 they did homie as, as John Cena. And I was like, you don't see me. And you're like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> You popped, <laughs> like, but but it but it works, man. Like there, it's not just. It, it didn't say in starring John Cena as dot dot dot. Like yeah. Uh, I mean, it could it could you no know, freaking Cena doing the freaking peacemaker gimmick could be freaking. In all honesty, it could be Momoa Boone Aquaman all over again, agreed. where it just reinvigorates it reinvigorates a character that not a lot of people care about beforehand. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But real quick, finishing up the last page here of freaking Second Son, you know, um, freaking Luke ends up walking in to uh, Tam's room where she's still she's still in this coma, and Tiffany's the only one in there. He ends up waking her up, and freaking she's like, "Hey, did you find did you find Ratcatcher? Do you have the cure?" And Luke's like, "I found him," but the police got there, and, and she just cuts him off. She's like, "You didn't do it. You fit. You you messed up." I trusted you and you messed up. And she ends up running past Luke into Jace's arms. Oof. And freaking, you know, there's that, like I said, there's that brother, that's that distrust that they, freaking the two brothers don't get along. And Luke has a resentment towards Jace. And here's Jace, you know, doing right, trying to freaking get his, you know, he's trying to get his act together and be part of the family he hasn't been a part of for years. And freaking, you know, Luke's over here, you know, doing everything right. I'm a superhero, you know. He had all this stuff going for him, and freaking, at the end of the day, he still screwed up. No redemption. Yeah. That, that's a pretty big deal when it comes to any sort of storytelling is, like, no matter how hard you tried, no redemption. It's It still hurt. It's still... You still didn't win. You've got a huge mountain to climb, and you've got a serious problem. And yeah. don't want to tell you, man, but 
it's gonna hurt. How many situations yep. have you been in where where you knew the, the 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 means were gonna pay off, but like the pain going through it? This isn't soccer camp where you're running five miles before you can even like make the cut to uh, you know scrimmage. This is Batman. This is this yeah. is you're, you're gonna end up a grease stain. Like like this isn't this isn't Brooklyn. This isn't Oklahoma City. This is like you. You're a mass vigilante in Gotham. You turn on the wrong, wrong corner, and you think you're gonna do do good and be the bully stopper, and save a purse snatcher. You're gonna get both of the fucking head, man. <laughs> they're yep. gonna they're gonna beat you to death and sell your costume on eBay, and no one is gonna yeah. stop them. And the buy now is gonna be substantially cheaper than you wish it would. A hundred percent. There's there's ah. there's no one in Gotham that's buying superhero costumes. On eBay, no. not used for more bullet holes in it anyway. Well, I mean, if they're if 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 they're the 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 bad guys, why not? I'm part yeah, of the game. Yeah. It's true. This is Gotham City, man. Like it's one of the best parts and worst parts about it. And uh, in, in harking it back to wrestling, when the when the pandemic happened, I realized that my favorite character was not. Kenny Omega, the Bucks, uh, Hangman, uh, Joey Ryan uh, at the time. I'm gonna say it because I love Joey Ryan. Obviously, I'm not supposed to like him anymore, but um, guys put the work in. But that wasn't Gotham City. <laughs> yeah. No. You you, you want to be the calculator? You want to be the uh, the quiz master? And whatever guy or lad or lass. You're going to get a bullet in your head in Gotham. A regular citizen is not going to stand for it. We're not, yep. we're, we're not encountering purse snatchings. Um, no. It hurts, man. I'm not wrong. Shoot. What do you got left, man? I got spawn left. Uh, let's go with spawn then. I think I'm, I think I'm about tapped. So. I'm tapped too, man. Spawn... 317, we're on the island with Omega Spawn, we got Medieval Spawn, and they're doing everything they cannot kill Omega Spawn. It's a, it's, this is one of the few knockdown dragouts, uh, ultra double splash pages. Omega Spawn is not dying. We got this Black Evil Spawn that I thought was the, uh, sp like, I thought that this was the personification of Cogliosho's sp uh, spawn costume without the medieval bit of it, but it's, he's dripping symbiote from him. And all the evil of the world is encapsulated within the island that is being siphoned from Omega Spawn. And Spawn and Medieval Spawn, we have a killer kick ass knockdown drag out. That, like, it's very rare where I enjoy a comic book where it's a lot of fighting. I like a little bit of fighting with some, with a lot of good storytelling, but this was a lot mm -hmm. of great storytelling with a lot of kick-ass fighting. And we like each ending we get with the spawn the spawn counter where. Um, Do you ever read Spawn? Um, it's been a while, but yeah. Uh, or religiously, or know what the Spawn uh, power clock was. Mm hmm. Um. It's it went down to zero 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 one, and then now oh. it's it's been being built up. Each issue has been ending with the with the with the clock, 
getting prettier and prettier. Like it, it's different when you see the clock in the the four numbers. And when your power clock as a spawn goes down to zero, you go back to hell, um, and you have to wait the great final battle. Spawn went to zero 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 one or three. Yeah, it's been a while, and they've illuminated the clock, they've redesigned it, and we end up at the end where medieval spawn and spawn take off and go back in the shadows after not, they, they defeated Omega spawn, but this weird symbiote spawn dragged them into this pit. And we get the fuck out of here because everyone on earth knows that spawns exist, Al Simmons is back alive, and all of a sudden, there's earthquakes on all these different spots on Earth at the same exact time. It's, it's this seismic event. And the Earth is an acknowledgement that superheroes... not not No, not superheroes. Hell and heaven are at war. And we're kind of figuring out we're caught in the middle of everything. But not only are we caught in the middle of everything, but no longer are they're able to leave and go as they please. They're all trapped on Earth. Oh. And... Well, that's all. I don't know why now. Like, no one can leave. No one can hide. Their power signatures are equally available to find. And we've, we're, we've come into a situation where this power clock has been gaining momentum on the upward. 9213. Uh, the last time I saw this number was high. This high was like probably issue 10 <laughs> or a 15, not in the nines. And they mix the colors. The spawn clock is a big deal, like, like big enough that I'd want to tattoo a spawn clock on my, like the full clock with the numbers on my wrist. It, it's that important to me. And nice. we get to 9213 and extra colors. They've never integrated red. And we get a great interview at the end with the with the artist. Uh, advertisements for homesick pilots, time for time. A lot of great things are happening. And goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> We've got medieval spawns back. I, I still have my old school medieval medieval spawn action figure. I've got a medieval spawn. Um, I popped so hard for medieval spawn. I have a medieval spawn T-shirt from like 1995. My parents like we, we were leaving a Fred Meyer and like you know when you go to like a, a, a Walmart in a local college area and. Mm. Uh, the little kiosks or the, the stores, the like mall ass things before you leave, let's, uh, you know, go get some new glass or something like that. It was like this little area that had like band shirts and stuff. And I remember yeah. seeing some like, uh, my dad bought me my medieval spawn shirt and a Lance Morissette poster. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I had to have the medieval spawn. Like they had an actual like clock shirt. No. I wanted the medieval spawn was just shit. <laughs> like, Sweet. and I've never been able. And the only thing I can say I've ever been into that was medieval was better versions of magic cards in the past ten years, and mm -hmm. Monty Python. But medieval spawn was everything. Killer helmet, okay. 
sword, shield, horse, everything. And him and Spawn are going against Omega Spawn, and there's this was the issue that is is setting up some serious shit. The clock has been exponential. It's not like where last episode was nine two one one. This one ended in nine two one three, and I want to say it, like it was like eight one. Like it's been exponentially growing, and it's been a lot of fun and good kick ass knockdown drag out. Completely eclipses anything when you read like a Hulk comic when it's like punch punch Hulk mad. <laughs> like, like maybe it's heavy wrestling a certain thing. Were they wrestling a certain thing? <laughs> uh, they were fighting the thing. You're great, man. I do love a good thing. Freaking Hulk fight, always a good thing. Clobbering time, man. Exactly. Well, that's that's all I got, man. Like we uh, we went on the chase. We went on the hunt. Came back with some, came back with some goodies. Some goodies. Um, the only thing I got left is uh, next issue. I want to talk about uh, finishing up that Young Bucks book. Sweet. Actually, that should be Minefields After Dark. I don't even know my pearls that I learned. <laughs> don't want the knowledge getting out. I do not. This was. This is not a book that you learn and be like, oh, that was entertaining. No, this book was everything you write. No, wait, wait, I didn't shut up. No, that book sucked. Uh, don't read it under any circumstances. Um, they uh, hate God, and they hate homosexuals. Don't read the animal books. Puppies. They hate puppies. They especially hate puppies. <laughs> don't read that book. It will no, in no way improve your wrestling knowledge, uh, but I will. Uh, you, you make me think about the Zohan. I hate you. I hate these puppies, but I especially hate these puppies. <laughs> I've uh, seen that in forever, Jesus. Uh, the, the Young Bucks book was something you need to follow. Uh, joking aside, you need to read the book. All all of us need to read the book. What you do, what Even you do. Even if they don't do. like puppies. <laughs> you know the uh, the white supremacist in Zohan was Dave Matthews, right? I think I remember that, yeah. And he gets blasted. He's like, he, he's going to blow up the puppies and he gets blown into a, a gay house party with George Takei and Bruce Valanche. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> stranger. Ooh, puppies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to rewatch that one. Sheesh, it's been too long. Oh, dude, I got on VHS. Oh, I'll let you borrow it. Nice. I got still got a VCR, so to work. I got a VHS and a DVD, but like I got the unrated on DVD. But like the when he started catching stuff in his butt cheeks, I was sold. <laughs> 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 why not? That's well, that's why that's how you knew this was a movie for you, it, uh, dude. Exactly. I, I I cannot. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. But we we're, we're interviewing uh, Alexis Fane this week, man. That'll be good, man. It's been too long since I've talked to her. Shoot. Shit, we gotta do that on Friday because uh, Saturday we got... Saturday, uh, you're working. And yeah. Sunday is Mother's Day and you better pray to God I remind you of that because one of the... My dad's always been a great guy. Mm-hmm. Very few mistakes. But of all the mistakes I, he made was he forgot to my mom something for Mother's Day and he responded with, You're not my mom. 
I'm the mother of your kid, you fucker. <laughs> so, guys, it's coming up this weekend. Um, <laughs> Buy your mom something nice. Something nice and don't... At least a card. Some flowers. Chocolates. Should I cook something. for my mom? I always cook for my mom. Beat her. That'll work, then. Go with that. Hit him. Spit down the wrong fucking throat. Mm. The wrong fucking throat? Yeah, the one that makes you want to like, ugh, mm. That was a kick-ass issue episode, man. Issue 91. God damn. Yeah. It's late good at times, night. Good times. Yeah, it's like 1 in the morning. Shit. We started at 10. <sighs> yep, three hours on the dot. Set us off, brother. All right, this has been Minefields. It's been dangerous. This transmission is over.